His name's Chungus. That is literally how we started the stream. All right. (laughs) (laughs) You know? (laughs) It's perfect. (laughs) All right. So, um... We, uh, uh, all right, so we are live with the Alien RPG. Um, this is a sort of like special celebratory thing because, uh, we hit one year a couple of months ago. So we actually, for the first time, have all of the, uh, Pentapal streamers in one stream at once. Uh, a year ago, Paige started the first stream on her own, uh, channel with Alien Isolation. So I figured the best thing to do would be to start this off with an Alien one-shot. Uh, so this is the Alien RPG by Free League Publishing. Uh, this is powered off of the Year Zero engine. So if you've played Mutant Year Zero or uh, Tales from the Loop, this should be familiar to you. Uh, we're using the starter set uh, provided by Roll20 uh, and the cinematic scenario Chariot of the Gods. Uh, we're doing this on Roll20 and the audio that we're going to be using is from uh, tabletopaudio.com. Uh, which is a really good free resource if you're looking for a uh, alternative to something like Sirenscape. All right, so quick little rundown of uh, some of the rules before we get started. Um, so if you guys open up your character sheets, uh, you'll notice um, you have lots of fun little buttons and stuff. Uh, so it's important to point out that this is a dice pool system. Uh, and so every time that you're attempting to uh, uh, do something that has a chance of failure, you're going to be rolling your um, value of attribute and the linked skill. So on your character sheet, you'll see right in the middle is strength, wits, empathy, agility. Um, and then you have the skills all around it, the close combat, stamina, observation, so on. Now, you'll mm-hmm. notice if you hover over some of these buttons, like heavy machinery, it actually is selectable. If you click on it, it'll ask for a modifier. And uh, if I tell you there's a modifier, you'll have a warning before. You know, I'll tell you it's like you have a plus two or a negative one or whatever. And then if you hit submit, uh, it should roll the dice automatically for you. And see there, I did a roll for Keegan's character, Cham, Heavy Machinery. Uh, And so because these are using custom dice images, you'll see for Lion, you see those two little stars. Those count as two successes, whereas Wilson there with medical aid got none. Um, And so in order to succeed on something, you need to have at least one success and multiple successes allow you to um, perform stunts, usually which is just getting something done a little bit faster or uh, getting something done uh, with extra flair or whatever else. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. And so uh, the other thing is with, like, health, because I heard Paige make a comment. She's not super happy with her health right now. (laughs) Uh, Your health replenishes replenishes after combat. Like, you heal, I think, like, 1 HP per 10, like, 5 or 10 minutes. Okay. So it's not like D&D is the the point I'm trying to get at. Um, Is my max health 2? Yes. Or is that... Oh... Yes, your max health is equal to your strength. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah, so you need to be a little careful. <laughs> well, um, the, oh, you know, it's fine. It's fine. 
All right. Uh, and then the other thing that I want to point out, um, you'll see that above your health is stress level. Uh, now, it's kind of weird how it works on the character sheet, but um, pretty much every time you get a stress dice, you just click on one of those. So if I say you have three uh, stress dice, you don't want to just click on number three. You want to make sure one, two, and three are all filled out. So it looks like there are three yellow dice there. Um, and then what that does is anytime you're in a stressful situation and I tell you to increase your stress dice, you end up uh, rolling your normal roll plus however many stress dice uh, equal to your stress score. Um, if you roll sixes on the stress dice, those also count as successes. So a little bit of stress is actually good. It'll help you succeed on things. Um, otherwise, uh, there's a symbol there which will look like a face hugger, I believe, on the stress dice. And that will designate that you need to make a panic roll, which has uh, potential bad repercussions. So again, using Sham as an example, with this time a stress level of three you'll see that he actually failed his heavy machinery, but succeeded uh, twice with a stunt because of the stress dice and didn't actually take any penalty either. Hmm. So that's, 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 where, that's where, like I said, a little bit of stress is actually pretty beneficial there. Um, so that's more or less most of the information that you guys need. The only other thing I'm going to get into before we get started, cause like combat and stuff we'll get into once that actually comes up, but, uh, you'll see at the bottom left, you have consumables, air, power, food, water. Uh, if there's something that comes up, because we don't track things individually like that. So like, let's say I say you have a tool that has a power supply of five. What that means is every time you use it, you roll five stress dice and uh, there's a number you can put next to it and then you can just click like power and it'll roll it for you. Uh, and every bad symbol that comes up will actually consume that many dice. So if you roll five power and then you get two um, of the uh, little face hunger, hugger symbols, then your power supply is down to three. And then if you have a weapon that uses ammo, uh, ammo's not really tracked. What happens is anytime you would roll a stress die and you roll a one, uh, you actually have to reload. And then you just keep track of how many reloads you have. Gotcha. All right. So does that work for everyone? Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. One last kind of technical question. Can you guys hear music? Yeah. I hear, yeah. Right, Do you want me to unmute the stream and see if it's broadcasting on there? Uh, it won't it be. Does. The soundboard oh. does look like it broke again because I can't. I do have access to all the sounds again. Okay, uh, I'm gonna try one more time. Okay, and then if it gives us trouble, we'll just do our own thing if we need to. Just because I noticed, like, I was trying to play, like, the tension music, and it wasn't playing, and it was just like, oh. <laughs> tension is still playing for me, but that could just yeah. because it was what was playing last when it broke. Yeah, it's not showing yeah, up for same. me. And, and Paige, like I said, uh, uh, I, I know it won't actually be on the stream just because uh, the stream is everything I'm hearing. Okay. So if I'm not hearing it, it won't be on the stream. Oh, I got you. Okay, I see what you're saying. Worst case scenario, just play it for yourself. That's what I was going get... to do, yeah. Yeah.
Or you could always just tell us what to click. Well, no, I guess that wouldn't make sense. Click the slappy sounds. <laughs> <laughs> All right, something sneaking up on you. Specifically, will you click this one? <laughs> will you click the xenomorph drippy sound? That's my favorite sound. <laughs> oh, gun. Motion detected. Yeah, why am I not hearing the gun? I heard gun. Oh, you know what? I'm an idiot. That's why. Well, oh, okay. Let's not talk down about ourselves. <laughs> no, it's because uh, I'm not connected on the PC. Oh. <laughs> Do I, Should I reload the tab or the audio? Yeah, the thingy. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm hearing stuff. Are yeah, you hearing? I'm just hearing the tension music. Oh, yeah, no, that's what it's supposed to be. Okay. All right, so now we should be back. Sorry for any technical difficulties if anyone is actually there. All right, so everyone hears the music now, right? Yep. Yep. All right, so uh, we'll go ahead and get started then. Um, so give me one moment here. All right, so... All of you are on board a freighter currently, all of you in hypersleep. You are space truckers on the star freighter USCSS Montero, running the gauntlet, the trade route between Anchor Point Station and the Frontier. Your ship's cargo hold is packed with dozens of tanks of dangerous tritium gas that is in the process of decaying into extremely profitable helium-3. Usually cargoes such as these are towed in massive tanker modules that transport much higher concentrations of the gas a safe distance from a freight hauler. The Montero isn't rated as a commercial towing vehicle, however, and this small run is a special order for a Wayland yutani corporate account on Sutter's World, a newly established frontier colony. While the trip so far has been fairly routine, the Montero sensors developed a glitch before you left Anchor Point and sporadically pinged contact with a sensor reflection before you activated the displacement drive and went FTL. Your cargo run so far has been without incident. Now you are just awakening from hypersleep, ready to deliver your goods to the colony of Sutter's World. Alright, so... All of you are currently in the cryo chambers of the USCSS Montero. Um, you know, the, the ship is just now uh, uh, coming uh, back with life support systems. Um, you know, lights are flickering on. It's still very, very cold. Uh, the heat is on, but it hasn't really warmed up super great right now. Uh, all five of you, uh, including your captain, Captain Miller, uh, are climbing out of the tanks more or less around the same time, but you're all, you know, kind of disoriented from the long hypersleep and obviously all very cold and butt naked, uh, save for the, you know, kind of like slime that you have over you from the hypersleep uh, uh, chambers. So, Why don't they warm it up and then wake it from hypersleep? <laughs> <laughs> I like I like the callback to uh, 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 believe that was Lampert that said that in the first movie. Um, I don't know. Yeah, that's actually a line that somebody makes that comment. But mm-hmm. so you guys are waking up, uh, uh, you know, in the area. You obviously have like lockers and stuff that you can grab your uh, uh, equipment and clothes and stuff from. Dry yourselves off a little bit. All of that. 
Um, Miller is uh, stretching, um, you know, kind of getting the cranks out of her uh, uh, back and neck. Uh, Vanessa Miller is your um, uh, uh, captain around the age of uh, 46. Uh, you know, Miller is um, pretty... Like, like she's pretty easygoing, but she's also very concerned with money affairs. She's a little grubby and a little thrifty sometimes. But, you know, for the most part, you guys have all been together for at least a, a little bit of time um, for, for this run at the very least. So for the most part, you know, you all kind of listen to Miller and don't have much of a problem with her. Uh, you guys obviously all have on your sheets. There's something listed for like a rival. Um I believe that's under the bio, like rival and friend. Or maybe yes. it's, yeah. Cham, I don't think, actually has any. <laughs> John uh, does not have a buddy, no. According to this, my, my buddy is Rye, and uh, my rival is no one. <laughs> yeah, your yeah, rival do you have is my friend, no one, yeah. Do you have my friendship bracelet? Uh, Yeah. Okay, cool. The one made out of dolphin teeth? Yes. All right. So as of uh, as is customary, now that you guys are awake, uh, you know, usually the first thing that you would do is go uh, to the galley and just have like a short uh, meal together. Hypersleep uh, tr typically triggers a little bit of uh, dehydration. So usually it's a good idea to have a meal, get some water, you know, that sort of thing. Mother usually brings you out of hypersleep. Uh, a little bit before you need to actually start doing the things that you need to do to get the ship ready for uh, pulling into the uh, either the port or the world that you're going to. So Miller, you know, just kind of like motions to everyone, you know, like like morning, I guess. Uh, uh, and then she just makes her way to the galley. I'm going to go with Miller to the galley. Okay. Is yeah, everybody she... going to be following? Yeah, I'm thirsty. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, you guys make your way to the galley, uh, sit down around the table after uh, Miller just kind of whips up some quick stuff. You know, the food isn't great, obviously. It's whatever is light and uh, nutrient-packed uh, to be able to bring in, but there's at least coffee. Uh, and you guys peanut are... Butter. Just all peanut butter. It's all just like peanut butter protein bars. <laughs> okay, I'm down with that. Uh, but you guys are sitting around the table, you know, you're you're eating and talking and everything. So we'll take this opportunity uh, now that we're actually in the stream to do some character introductions. So uh, just going off the bottom of my screen, we'll go in that direction. So let's start. First of all, um, I'm Jesse, uh, also the oddly named McMuffin fucker. Uh, in chat for the Pentapound. <laughs> and I am the game mother, uh, which is these, this game's version of the GM. Uh, and I will be running this game for everyone tonight. Uh, next up, why don't we mother. go... <laughs> let's go with Paige. Uh, what up, y'all? I'm Paige Zill, the one who does the Chill Monday streams. Um, my character is Leah Davis. Um, she's the pilot, 27. She's an adrenaline junkie drug addict. Jesse, do you want me to just read the bio? I mean, if you want to, just make sure you don't read the agenda. Okay, yeah, I'm just going to read the bio. So, safety limits? Those are lies. Any vehicle or piece of equipment can be pushed past the red line and still work fine. You do it as often as you can just to keep from getting bored. Unfortunately, daily routines are never that exciting, and that's why you've devel I've developed a little stimulant problem. Um, 
My Wayland Utani prescription is just about run out, and I need to get some more fast. I'll do whatever it takes to keep myself from crashing, even if it puts me in danger. Whether it's an adrenaline rush or substance abuse, all that matters to me is that I'm flying high. Oh, crashing like like crash from a high. I yeah. see. <laughs> I, I thought it was based no. on the adrenaline junkie thing, like like you're racing and you're going to try not to crash. And I was really confused. No, no. <laughs> Cr- crashing like... Crashing like Crash Bandicoot. Oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. So while in hypersleep, don't just go through your withdrawals while asleep. That sucks. <laughs> nope, it suspends <laughs> everything. So so if you start off high, you got like six months of super high dreams. Because <laughs> you still dream nice. in hypersleep. Um, all right. Of electric sheep? Yes, all the electric sheep. Uh, oh, Tad, okay. uh, why don't you go next? Uh, I'm freaking Satan in chat. I do the Friday weird shit streams. <laughs> uh, I'm playing John J. Wilson, the corporate liaison on the USCSS Montero. Uh, I was in bed with the Montero crew for a good six months, evaluating their performance to see if the ship and crew should be scrapped and fired or promoted and given a new ship. I've actually come to like this monthly assortment, and there is room for advance. There, there is no room for advancement in this work. Now a special order has come my way, and finally to see your mice chance to climb. To pull this off, I will have to parlay it into a fortune. Or I can parlay it into a fortune. Alright, next up, why don't we go with Keegan? Alright, I'm Keegan. Uh, I do, admittedly, probably too much Norse stuff. Uh, (laughs) I'm Dubon23 in chat. Uh, I am playing uh, Lyran Cham. Uh, he, what is he? He he's the loader, I believe. He he does like uh, cargo. The, yeah, stuff. he's the cargo handler because this isn't a towing vehicle like the Nostromo. Uh, this actually has a large cargo hold that you guys store everything in. So he's the one who grabs that power loader mech robot thing and loads stuff up. But he's the one who actually has the license for it and everything. All right, so yeah, I I pick things up and I put things down. Uh, future mech warrior, and. Everyone on this ship is my friend. <laughs> All right, there's Lyron, and then uh, lastly, we'll go with Chris. All right, what? Am I chief examiner? I can't remember my. I have so many names. I think so. You are chief yeah. examiner on on Every, Twitch, yes. Yeah, yeah that one. <laughs> and I am playing Kayla Rye. And just like real life, I hate everything, and my job sucks. <laughs> it's almost so like my you job picked that one. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a lot better. It's so much better. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you guys are sitting around the galley. Everyone's kind of chatting uh, uh, and talking a little bit in fairly good spirits. I mean, you know, Sutter's world obviously isn't Earth, which is where you guys are are more keen to go to. You guys are kind of in the outer territories right now coming from Anchor Point Station. But at least it's a chance to, you know, rest up a little bit, uh, uh, get some real food in you uh, uh, and all of that. Uh, So Miller is... um, you know, sitting around, she's kind of looking absentmindedly at something kind of behind everyone's shoulders just for a second before she goes back to, uh, uh, you know, eating. And once everyone finishes up, um, Miller just says to everyone, like, all right, so, um, she looks over at, uh, 
Rye and says, uh, all right, Rye, uh, go uh, uh, check the reactor and uh, uh, the rest of our uh, equipment, or not equipment, but go check the reactor and the engines and everything and just make sure everything's still in top notch before we go settle in. Just heavy sigh, turn around and do that mocking. <laughs> uh, all right. as, you're, as, you're, as you're walking away, I'll thumbs up. Have a good day, buddy. I write something on a clipboard. Okay. <laughs> so you got your clipboard out. So so Miller just kind of ignores it, but she looks over at Wilson with the clipboard, kind of with a slightly worried expression on her face. <laughs> um, she looks over at Cham, and uh, uh, she says, uh, uh, Cham, will you go check the uh, cargo that we have in the hold, make sure everything looks good and that nothing, you know, we didn't spring a leak or anything like that? Can count on me, boss. All right. I'll go do it. <laughs> Appreciate that. And then she looks over at Wilson and uh, Davis. Uh, Wilson, even though you're a corporate liaison, you are still a member of the crew. crew. <laughs> so you, you still, you know, listen to the captain when it when it comes down to it. And she just looks over at you two and says, "All right, let's go to the bridge. Um, I want to uh, I want to get a hold of Sutter's World's uh, uh, control tower, traffic control, and uh, uh, get us settled in and get everything moving. All right." All right, let's do it. All right, so you three start heading to the bridge while Rye heads down to uh, uh, the reactor maintenance area, and uh, Cham heads to uh, the uh, cargo area. Uh, by the way, Jesse, is the map supposed to be on Roll20 as well or just on the stream? Uh, it's on the stream right now. I'm actually going to be switching you guys to that map right now. Okay. So these are the deck plans for the USCSS Montero. Uh, at the little lower right is also the WY37B Daisy, which is a cargo loader kind of skiff thing um, that uh, you guys use to load things from like low orbit into the ship. Uh, but this is the uh, uh, basic schematics. Uh, it's very similar to the Nostromo, but a newer model. But like I said, this one isn't a towing vehicle, so it just carries a much, much smaller uh, uh, cargo uh, uh, in its uh, hold. So, Rye, um, you make your way uh, uh, to the engine area. And um, there isn't really much to do down here, uh, but why don't you go ahead... And give me, let's see, give me a second here because I have to think about what the most appropriate skill is going to be. Just got to bring up the thing real quick. All right, so why don't you go ahead and give me ComTech. Or, sorry, uh, give me Heavy Machinery instead. And then no modifiers on that, yeah. Nope, no modifiers. All right. So you're looking around. You can't really tell. Um, from what you can see, everything looks good. I mean, when you guys left from Anchor Point, everything checked out fine, at least, you know, on paper. Uh, obviously, the Montero's a little bit older, and you probably haven't been checking everything that you're supposed to, although you've at least been pretending while Wilson's been on the ship for the last six months. Mm -hmm. uh, but everything, I mean, everything's 
seems to check out more or less. Um, you know, there's some there's some scoring on a couple of the cells. There's some things that you probably should have replaced, but you know, you can kind of just you can kind of just pretend like if it's you know everything's fine. Nobody nobody who isn't a mechanic is gonna notice. Is there like any like security cameras where I went? I guess the bridge. No. Looking there. Okay. No, there are no security okay. cameras on the ship. You have intercoms, but you don't have uh, security cameras. Okay. Um, Keegan. Yeah. So Cham is making his way down to the uh, the cargo area. Once you get down to the cargo, uh, so you guys are currently carrying seventy two tanks of tritium. Uh, tritium is highly flammable, but it goes under radioactive decay uh, uh, fairly quickly. So usually what happens is uh, uh, for smaller cargo runs like this, you load up on tanks of tritium, go into your hypersleep, hit FTL, and then by the time you arrive at your location, it should all be decayed into the helium-3. You have 72 of these tanks on board of the Montero, and each one is about half the size of a tanker trailer. Okay. I just want to say I'm very upset with myself that I actually understood everything you just said. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sign you've been doing what you're doing for a while, huh? Alright, so, Keegan, what are you doing? Or what is Tam doing, I should say? Uh, I guess I'll make sure that we haven't sprang any leaks or anything. Alright, uh, so why don't you go ahead and give me heavy uh, machinery as well? All right, so I just click on it. Yep, and there's no uh, modifier. No modifier. No modifier. So I just hit submit. Yep. All cool. right, great rolls to start that's with. That's a. <laughs> that's a lot of dice for three. Well, you add your attribute and your skill, so you have a five, and yeah. then you have the three. Jam is very good with heavy machinery, uh, but apparently not in this case. Uh, you can't no. really see uh, uh, any, like, you can tell that the tanks have displaced a little bit. So when you loaded them up and secured them, there's a few that you didn't secure as well as you could have. It doesn't appear that there are any mm -hmm. leaks or anything, but there are definitely some dings and some dents on a couple of the tanks that you probably won't be able to hide if Wilson inspects it. Which he probably will inspect when it's time to bring him off of the uh, the ship. It's no actual like danger or anything like that. Like I said, there's mm. no actual damage to the goods. But uh, one thing that you're noticing though, as you're checking the tanks, um, it looks like only about half of the gas has decayed into helium three. So if these tanks oh. are making helium, if there is a leak, wouldn't we all sound like chipmunks? <laughs> well, I in think, this room probably. I think helium three yeah. is a little different. Oh. Okay. Also, it would be at the top of the of the cargo bay. So, unless someone is really, really tall, probably not. Yeah, but yeah, you know, you don't see any leak. But like I said, you you can tell only about half the gas has actually gone through its decay. So you still have half a hold of tritium, which is again highly flammable. So it's very good there isn't a leak. Um, yeah, but um, it's a little weird that that you know only half of the gas has has decayed. Uh, and, and I'm assuming it's it's like a half-life kind of thing where it turns into the helium. Yeah, it, it just, uh, over time, it transforms into helium-3, which is normally, like I said, you go to sleep while that's happening. Uh, and it's just amount of time that it takes to get there. Uh, uh, I believe in this case about six months should have been enough time for right. everything to turn, which was the length of your uh, journey. How... How smart is 
two in wits. I mean, it's not terrible. It's not great. <laughs> uh, but we're going to pause on you for a moment. So going okay. back to the bridge, uh, the three of you walk on the bridge, uh, Wilson, Davis, and Miller. Uh, Miller actually takes a turn uh, and starts heading towards the corridor that leads to the mother mainframe. Um, and she turns back to you guys and says, uh, all right, so just give, uh, Sutter's world a hail and, uh, uh, you know, go through the, uh, the checks and everything we're going to need to go through. So that way we'll be lined up and ready to go. I, uh, I pull my clipboard up and I just kind of turn towards Leia. All right. Uh, so Miller disappears, uh, behind that corridor to the, uh, uh, computer, uh, Davis, uh, Leah, what are you doing? Paige, Paige, that's you. Paige? She's gone. I'm muted, sorry. Okay. I'm, uh, <laughs> my bad. I'm, um, I said, I'm gonna head to the bridge to hail Sutter's world, but I'm gonna, like, do a stupid, like, run skip because I'm just feeling it right now. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so she does like this little run skip uh, 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 to the lower portion of uh, the bridge where the helm is. You know, the bridge, obviously this entire ship is um, uh, pretty like tightly wound. I mean, you know, they, they try to save space as much as possible. So definitely a little bit of a safety hazard there, but she's fine. Um, so you start hailing Sutter's <laughs> world. Uh, you don't actually get any response to the hails. Uh, and then you're you're pinging the tower, and you're not getting any return ping. Um, what's interesting, though, is that you do get a ping. Uh, uh, it's a report from a uh, from mother reporting an approaching ship uh, coming from the. Uh, I'm not good with direction or, or, or what you call starboard versus port, but we're gonna say starboard <laughs> coming from the starboard side. Probably just like a cargo Sorry. inspector or something. So, easiest way to right. remember is yeah. Easiest way to remember is port and port and left have the same yep. uh, number of letters. Oh, letters. oh How, perfect. That that I've always remembered uh, that starboard is right because uh, starboard has more letters. Uh, starboard is the longer of the two, and so is right. So mm. that's weird. Yeah, different same, concept, same idea. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So, Paige, looking at um, mm -hmm. looking at the, your computer readouts and everything, like I said, you get the report of an approaching ship, but you don't actually see anything. Uh, go ahead and give me a ComTech roll. ComTech, you said? Yep, ComTech. Okay. Um, ComTech. Com Jesse, in the stream, can you move the chat down just slightly? Because when you're talking, I will RP through chat. And you can't see that very good. Um, I don't think I can actually move it the way I have the window. Okay. Sorry. And, um, <laughs> any modifier or no? No. Okay. Did it go? Yep, it just took a moment. Wow. Why did We're it roll so many? So good. It only rolled three on uh, my screen that I'm seeing. Did you oh, get a bunch rolled... of 3D? Mm, I got yeah. There's there's quite a bit on there, but it, it doesn't matter. Continue. Yeah, the 3D <laughs> is probably going to be inaccurate with this, but all right. So yeah, you're not really able to tell exactly what's going on. Uh, best you can tell, it seems like it was a sensor malfunction. Okay. 
I'm going to um, turn around to um, Wilson, and I'm going to be like, that's weird. It uh, Apparently, there's an, or it says there's an approaching ship, but I guess there's nothing, so one of our sensors must be on the fritz right now. It's probably not good. Uh, can I, like, walk up uh, and look at it and maybe also try to do what she just did? Yeah, absolutely. Make a contact roll for me. Okay, no modifiers? No modifiers. I'll let you guys know if there's a modifier. Okay. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. <laughs> remember, remember, the only thing that is a success is a six. Okay. So it's going to show blank unless you roll die. a six. Um, so, yeah, you're, I mean, it's more or less same conclusion. Best you can tell is uh, uh, that it's just a weird sensor, mal- sensor malfunction. Uh, but since you're over there with her and you guys are, are still in the process of trying to hail Sutter's world, both of you give me <laughs> ComTech rolls again. And in okay. this case, both of you get a plus one modifier. Uh, is there interdiction in this world? No. In this uh, universe? No. Okay. Why did why that happen? Did you put plus one or did you just put one? I put plus one. That's probably right. Yeah, I tried just putting one. Hey, I got something. There we go. Someone did something. <laughs> All right. So you're you're helping um, Davis kind of figure figure this out because you're not getting any responses from Sutter's world, uh, and you notice um, you're nowhere near the colony. You are in deep space right now. Uh, the navigation charts appear to be off, and you can tell that you are in the deep space between stars. You're nowhere near Sutter's world. You're probably only about halfway <clears throat> there. Uh, around that time, can I come over the comm and ask if uh, there was a problem with uh, the faster-than-light stuff? The FTL? Yeah. Yeah, so you guys hear a, a intercom go off uh, uh, in the bridge from uh, 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 from the cargo hold, and you hear uh, Cham ask if there was something wrong with FTL. Uh, I guess I answer it. And okay. Just say, well, it's looking like we might have dropped out a hypersleep early. I'm guessing. Oh man. Well, I mean, I guess I'm still kind of tired, so just head back to it. <laughs> <laughs> so around this time, Miller uh, uh, walks out of the uh, room with Mother. Uh, she looks over at uh, uh, Wilson and um, Davis. And uh, uh, says, all right, so I'm assuming you didn't see anything or find anything or contact anyone. Yeah. Yep. Well, there's the ship exactly on radar, right. apparently. There's a what? There's a ship on the radar, but there's nothing there. That's like, weird. Ghost ship. Yeah, so I thought it was a sensor malfunction. Uh, but... I mean, it's... There shouldn't be anything else out here except for... Well, alright. Um, hold on. She goes over to the intercom and she buzzes and says, Rye, Cham, get up here. Yes, ma'am. So, I just, so just go. I just imagine <laughs> Rye going, me, 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 me. So... You guys all uh, meet on the very cramped bridge, and uh, uh, Miller kind of runs her hand through her hair. She looks very disheveled right now, you know, obviously clearly upset. Uh, And she says, all right, so after we woke up, I noticed that uh, uh, 
the signal light for mother was on, uh, uh, you know, letting me know that she wanted to talk. Apparently, mother pulled us out of FTL and pulled us out of hypersleep. We've picked up a distress call from an unknown ship, and we are required per our charter to investigate. The uh, transmission is too garbled for us to be able to like tell who sent it, but it does appear to be USCSS, so it's at least likely Wayland yutani But we are obligated to uh, investigate the distress call. Oh, well, I hope no one's hurt. Yeah. So <laughs> she she looks over at everyone and just says, "All right." So she pulled us out somewhere uh, uh, close by to the ship. You said that you saw, uh, or or the ship picked something up. Uh, what direction? Starboard. Starboard. All right. So she, uh, you know, starts checking stuff, and um, all of a sudden. Sensors uh, uh, detect a, a, a ship again. This time, though, it's not off to the side. This time, they're detecting a ship approaching directly in front. Uh, uh, you guys hear um, uh, a klaxon start uh, going off, uh, and, and lights start flashing red. The, the little bit of a view screen that you guys have, you see a very small area without stars that appear to be just jet black getting closer and closer. Uh, and as it starts closing, you realize that it's a derelict ship without any running lights or beacons. Brace for collision. Oh. You hear Mother say over the intercom. Can I? Is there a? Is there a seat? I'm assuming because this is the bridge. I'm I'm gonna like swing down into like whatever the seat is where I would like pilot the ship. Because I'm assuming I do that in the bridge, and I'm just gonna start pushing a bunch of buttons rapidly. I'm gonna be like, <laughs> hold the fuck on, yo, and I'm just gonna like try and fucking dive this bitch down or like out of the way all right so Paige, i need you to make a piloting check at minus two. Oh, this is gonna suck ass but okay piloting minus two okay we'll flip yo oh, god. Wow. oh my god it's all the drugs yo all right let's yeah go. no kidding <laughs> People in my my apartment complex who can hear me are probably like, uh, (laughs) we need to call the landlord. Go ahead. All right. So fucking this, this derelict ship, which is, appears to be larger than the Montero, uh, is barreling towards you. You see, um, uh, Davis just like leap over one of the tables to jump in the pilot chair, barely gets in the chair before grabbing the controls, does like this sick upside down spin and just rides underneath the bottom of the uh, derelict ship and manages to pull you guys around as it passes over you. Uh, there's a little bit of a scrape along uh, uh, kind of like the bottom area, but other than that, avoids taking any uh, uh, actual damage. <coughs> I'll I'll hop up because I assume everyone fell to the ground. Yeah, <laughs> that was rad as fuck, Leia. <laughs> Not. I Yo, write that's what I'm here for. On my clipboard from the ground. <laughs> Just, Are you gonna hmm. be Jesse's character from the Star Wars game? Because if so, fuck you. Just Pretty automatically much. fuck you. <laughs> I'm All like right. a performance analyzer or some shit. That's unnecessary. I <laughs> <laughs> right. was a bitch. So, so Miller uh, kind of picks herself up. She looks a little irritated, but at the same time just says, oh, Jesus Christ, good job, Davis. 
little bit of Can't warning. But, me. Whew, all hey, right. This is this is deep space. There's no warnings in deep space. So she she just kind of cranes her neck and says, "All right, mother." And uh, uh, there's some like readouts on a screen in front of her, and uh, uh, she says, "All right, it looks like that's the ship that the uh, distress call is coming from." Uh, Davis, pull the ship around and try to catch up to her. She's not going too fast, thankfully. Aye, aye, Captain, and I'm just gonna. Do I have to do a thingy? No, no. This is pretty okay. routine. You only have to make rolls for uh, something that could be uh, uh, difficult. But okay. so you you swing uh, uh, the Montero around and uh, uh, come back uh, uh, to um, the the ship that's uh, uh, that just almost hit you. Um, as you're pulling up to it, uh, you know you you're able to turn the floodlights on uh, uh, and match speed. So you know you're you're moving along uh, uh, side of it quite nicely. For some reason, uh, my laptop disconnected from uh, Roll20, but that's fine. Uh, so that page that we were on before, the splash page, which I'll move everyone to right now. Mm-hmm. This that's what... is what you see. For anybody who has seen uh, the, uh, the movie uh, Prometheus... It's a very similar ship to that. It looks like a science ship. I love is that, science. Is that like a huge hole in the windshield? It's not a hole. Uh, it's uh, uh, you guys know that usually some kind of a module uh, is fitted there, and it looks like the module usually. has been um, ejected. Hmm. Uh, I will look at the. Uh captain and say should i go try to clear some area in the cargo bay in case there's survivors so she's like staring at it <laughs> for a second <laughs> uh and just says um whoops i have to restart hold on <laughs> captain is this really the time <laughs> just like the ship's still running though <laughs> Yeah, I mean, when in doubt, you know. Sorry, <laughs> uh, apparently I was inactive too long, so the uh, music stopped. <laughs> so let me repost this for you guys. It's up to you if you want to okay. join in or not, but it's obviously more atmospheric if you do. The sound thingy? Yes. Okay. I was inactive for too long, so I'll, I'll do a different one. We'll do this one. I'll just scare us with some gunshots every once in a while. Yeah, there we go. Fuck. Connecting. Yeah, I need to. Ooh, I like this one. Shit. I don't need to you shit. You need to shit? No, I don't need to shit. I need to connect, <laughs> and I said shit because I failed. All right. So, all right. So, yeah, she's just staring at it for a second after you asked that, and she says, um, I mean, f before we do anything, we, we, we need to, um, look at directives from mother here. So she brings something up uh, on the screen in front of her at the pilot seat. And uh, uh, she's looking through things. And she says, all right, so... She looks back up at the ship again and says, Jesus Christ. What is it? This is the Cronus. It's, um... It's a, uh, a science ship that's been missing for almost 80 years. 
Oh, good thing we found it. I'm surprised the battery's still running on it. Well, I mean, all of well, these Well, there's ships, no running lights. So. Yeah. She says it looks like all of the exterior and interior lights are off, but, I mean, we won't actually be able to tell what shape the ship is in until we get inside. Uh, so... We have three uh, uh, objectives right now. First, because this is a science ship, we need to uh, recover any scientific data and samples. Uh, if we are able to, we need to try to salvage the ship and escort it to Anchorhead Station or at least another Wayland yutani facility. And then we need to see if there are any crew members on the ship. It's possible there could be people in hypersleep, but it's hard to say. Uh, it looks like Mother is downloading floor plans for the Cronus now. Hell yeah. Let's do it. I'm ready. Alright, give me a moment here. <clears throat> so I am going to... Good thing to... Mother gets reception out here. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, it's mainly the fact that she's able to wirelessly connect to the Cronus. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> Uh, so I'm going to add this to your guys' journal, but we will also, uh, swap pages here. I am here. So, uh, she downloads four, uh, uh, deck plans for you guys for the different levels of the Cronus. As you can see, it is a much, much larger ship than the ship that you guys are currently on. Holy fuck. Yeah, you're not kidding. It has uh, four main floors. Cryo, uh, or sorry, not four main floors. It has four floors, one of which is uh, the cryo deck. And then it has the cargo deck, the vehicle bay, and the main deck. Uh, the main airlock, uh, uh, from what you guys can see, is uh, on uh, the cryo deck. Um, as you bring the ship uh, kind of closer, uh, uh, the Montero closer, you can see it looks like the um, the main uh, airlock appears to be partly damaged. So uh, Miller's Miller's looking. She she's kind of not looking, you know, um, super happy with everything, <laughs> but she's, she's kind of staring at it a bit. And then she just kind of looks to everyone else and like, all right, well, what do you guys think? We're, we're um, doing it. I know it's your order, but we're doing it as far as I'm concerned. Are, uh, out of character. Um, are, are we just saying that this thing is much larger? What do you mean? Because it's it's not. It's like yeah, it is. It's like it's five floors. Four decks. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's taller, but according to this, it's 130 meters long, and our ship was like 300 something meters long. I mean, it's got much more interior space. The majority of your ship is cargo hold and tanks. Okay, I see. Yeah, you have one floor of actual living space that you guys can walk around in. Um, this thing has multiple, multiple decks. Yeah, your ship... So, okay, your ship is technically, I think, maybe a little bit larger, but not... Again, it, it's it's the interior that we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, th this one's more luxurious. Yeah, oh. it's a science vessel. Think Star Trek. <laughs> mm. So yeah, the Enterprise. 
so Captain Miller, uh, uh, you know, like I said, is, is kind of a little bit more casual uh, uh, than your typical captain. And also, you know, maybe slightly more unsure. But she looks at everyone and says, all right, well, what are you guys thinking for this? Obviously, we're going to have to board her, but... What what do you guys what how do you guys feel about all of this? I'm ready. I think we should get on there and try to see if there's any people left. Well, it's been eighty years. Well, they could be in hypersleep. I mean, you yeah. you you guys do know that. I mean, you can stay in hypersleep for a very long time. We should look for survivors. We should They're all salvage dead. it if we can. Mm. I'm gonna write that on my clipboard. What you just said. <laughs> so the, the, the captain kind of looks over at you guys and says alright so we have a obviously we have um, five suits uh, compression suits you know pressurized space suits essentially we've got five uh, uh, compression suits and we also have the Montero's uh, umbilical extension that we can extend between the two ships um likely and she's checking readouts again it seems that there is pressure inside the cronus so it looks like there might be air but it doesn't really look like there's much power except for emergency power so it's likely below freezing and pitch dark uh, i don't know what the oxygen situation would be like in there though well we should probably check the reactor see if we could get it booted back up that's a that's a fair idea, yeah. Yeah, Ray, Ray's pretty good with uh, with stuff like that. Her and I could probably figure it out. I'll get my toolbox. <laughs> <laughs> I think you mean Rye. Yes, Rye. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, you said Ray. No, I, like, oh, I want to be Star Wars. No, <laughs> just like this isn't this isn't Star Wars, man. All right, so I um, don't know either of them, so that's fine. So <laughs> so Miller just says, "All right, well, slowly start getting a little bit closer to the ship. While you do that, let's try to get some gear together. Uh, I'll let you guys decide what you want to take in there uh, uh, while I go check." Uh, and she starts heading towards the corridor back to the the mother terminal. I'll go check uh, and see if Mother has any additional information for this. Okay, I just want to say it really bothers me that it's called mm -hmm. Mother. Oh, yeah, the M-U. It, it actually makes me uncomfortable a little bit. Look, look, that's just what Mother wants, okay? What Mother wants, Mother gets. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> I do have an out-of-character question. Okay. Um, Since we have these, like, secret things... How do we communicate with you secretly? Just send you a message on Discord? Yeah, that's fine. If you if you need okay. to communicate with me about anything regarding your stuff, yeah, go ahead and just send me a message on Discord. That's the easiest way. Okay. All right. So if you guys start going through the ship, the Montero, uh, I'll let you know what gear you guys actually have on here. And you guys can decide if you're going to take anything with you or if you're going to leave it behind. Because you probably don't want to carry everything, but... Uh, so the gear on the Montero, um, there are five of the IRC MK50 compression suits, each one with a starting air supply of five. So these are like your spacesuits. 
There is a one M314 motion tracker with a power supply of five. There is one cutting torch with a power supply of five. There is one Watasumi bolt gun with four shots. There is one M4A3 service pistol with one reload. There is one Space Sub ASSO 400 harpoon grappling gun. There is one M240 incinerator unit with two reloads. And then, of course, you have your uh, P5000 power loader, but that's not exactly something that you can take with you. (laughs) Watch. Bullshit, we'll jettison that bitch. <laughs> it's getting over there. Uh, but yeah, so that's that's the gear that you guys have on the ship right now on the Montero. Um, it's up to you guys if you want to take any of this, if you want to leave it behind, who gets what. That's all up to you. I kind of want the grappling hook and the bolt gun, but I'm willing to compromise if anyone else wants something. Well, I, I just think that we should have, like, the uh, cutting torch and... Uh... Mm-hmm. Uh, shit, there was one other thing that I can't remember now. The cutting torch is the only thing that's super sticking out to me, but uh, that way we can get through doors if we're not able to get the uh, reactor mm-hmm. back going. Mm-hmm. I think that's a wise choice. All right, so Paige, you said that you wanted um, what now? The grappling hook and the bolt gun. Grappling hook and the bolt gun. So, Paige, on your little character thing, you should see what looks like a card above your name. Yep. Alright, so that card, uh, if you open it up and look at it, that is the card for the... uh, Bolt gun? Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If I remember from when we played this before, the bolt gun was really good, wasn't it? It's really good at short range, yeah. Yeah. It just reminds Uh, me of those fucking androids, but continue. Uh, Anyone have any experience with that pistol? I have... I have exactly zero combat skills, so... <laughs> okay. I actually didn't... Hey, Jesse, what's a ComTech related to? ComTech is uh, any sort of, uh, like, computer-related stuff. Like, that that's your kind of technology roles. Okay, that's the stuff I should be doing, then. I think by technician, it's like a communications technician, maybe? That would probably... Yeah, like, that would make sense. I have, like, no repair skills. (laughs) I just looked at my character sheet. I actually have a zero for close combat, so if any... um, I don't know if anyone has a... You don't use close combat for the bolt gun. Oh. I'm assuming you use range combat for both the bolt gun and for the pistol. Yes. Uh, The the close combat is more, like, unarmed, or if you have, like, a a solid weapon, like a baton or something like that. I think the cutting torch you would use uh, uh, close combat for it. I guess I do have a plus one to ranged combat. So, how many pistols were there? There's just Just one. one. Okay. I'll let someone who's probably got more than a plus one have it. 
that. Excuse me. Uh, I have a zero, so. Okay, I'll just take the pistol. Just give me the pistol. <laughs> All right, give me a moment here. Alrighty. This is going to be a lot to keep track of, yo. The, oh. um, not the weapons, the ship itself, all the plans. Oh, yeah, that's why it's all on one page like that. And you guys also have a separate one in your journals that you can bring up. Uh, should I see uh, the cutting torch somewhere? Uh, I don't believe I actually have a card for the cutting torch. Oddly right. enough. Yeah, like, I'm looking. I don't actually see one for the cutting torch, which, like, but why? Well, there there goes all the production value for something that the audience <laughs> would never see anyway. Mm-hmm. Well, you can use the cutting torch as a weapon. That's why I'm like, where? why, why is there no cutting torch? Yeah, no, there's no cutting torch on here. Why would I need to use it as a weapon? We're just going onto this derelict ship. Yeah, you're right. There is absolutely... Sorry. Yeah, there's. you don't need it. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, I, w- I would very much like the cutting torch to, you know, get through doors and stuff, but oh, yeah. combat, I don't understand why, why we would need that. Yeah, you wouldn't. The yeah, pistol, no. The pistol will just make me feel like more of a man, which is why I, yeah. I would like to have that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not like you guys are ever going to use any of this stuff. Like, come on. Yeah, no. Uh, no, Keegan, you have the cutting torch, but uh, would, I just don't have a thing for it. It doesn't have a card for the cutting torch. Is there a pistol card? There is. It should actually be on your thing right now. There should be a, a, what looks like a small little card above John Wilson. Uh, No. <laughs> uh, the name down at... Uh... Yeah, down at the bottom left. Okay, yep. Uh, Keegan, uh, actually, you can check something for me while we're doing this then. Uh, Go into journal and tell me if you see uh, something that says starter set rules. Wait, I can steal cards from Paige? Yeah, don't do that. (laughs) Uh, I swear to God. I do not. There's no starter set rule folder in there for you? I got scenario, appendix three, and appendix four. Uh, Open the scenario. Uh, Scenario is everything that I have. Oh, and also a player character, obviously. Okay. All right, so it doesn't give you the starter set stuff. All right, that's fine. Uh, I will add the tools thing to everyone's... um... What? All right, so Keegan, the stats and stuff for the uh, uh, cutting tools are down in there. Okay. Or cutting torch. It pretty much gives you a plus two bonus on heavy machinery. These things have a cost associated with them? That's interesting. Well, yeah, they cost money. (laughs) This shit ain't free. Yeah, I... I, Oh, man. I guess I just didn't think about... uh... Uh, like having to buy things in this game, I assume you would die suit well, too quickly. Well, Keegan, this this so actually a good thing if anybody's actually watching or anything too. Uh, the Alien RPG, this is a cinematic scenario, which means it's a one shot. But the Alien RPG can also be played campaign. 
uh, as a continuing oh. thing. So that's why there's costs associated with stuff because you're not necessarily guaranteed to die. A lot of the cinematic scenarios are very deadly, so it's a lot more likely to happen in a cinematic scenario. But you can actually continue. You can improve your character. Like you can play it just like you could D and D or or Call of Cthulhu or something like that with a prolonged campaign. I'm gonna take those electronic tools. If they're on, if they were on there, were they? Electronic tools? Yeah. Uh, there wasn't anything specifically electronic tools. So right now, uh, the gear that's left is you've got your. Uh, there's still the five compression suits, obviously. There's a motion tracker. There's. That's what it was. Yeah, yep. and the incinerator unit, because you can't take the power loader. Uh, so you've got the uh, motion tracker and the um, uh, incinerator. incinerator. I want to take those last two. Okay. Uh, so give me one second here. Keegan, I'm going to share the close combat weapons with you so you know what the uh, cutting torch does. Actually, I'll just share that with everyone. Okay. Uh, and then, alright, I do think I have a card at least for the incinerator. I don't know if I have one for the motion tracker. That's not it. Oh there man, this is. torch is something. Alright. Well, it's a fucking cutting torch. <laughs> All right, and then let me find the motion tracker for you. Uh, okay, so I will put this in everyone's things too. So it should be under vision devices, under the journal. Uh, but so the motion tracker, just to kind of uh, uh, describe it, um, uh, you have to make a power supply roll after every time you use it. Uh, essentially, it just uh, will detect movement within um, uh, long range, which long range, I believe, is two or three zones, which each, like, labeled thing is a zone. So, like, uh, uh, Junction A1 is a zone, Stairwell's a zone, uh, Air Scrubber Shaft is a zone, so on. So that one's pretty self-explanatory. That's probably why there's not an actual, like, card. <laughs> yeah, probably. All right. So, um, is anybody doing anything with the compression suits? Yeah. I, I assume whoever, anyone goes over there is going to wear them, right? Yeah, we should probably put those on. Yeah. Yeah. So, speaking of, uh, uh, what are you guys doing with that? Is everyone going to be boarding? Is anybody staying behind? How are you guys doing that? I'm boarding for sure. Yeah. It's a pretty big I, ship. I, Everyone should probably board, yeah. Yeah, I think so. All right, perfect. Uh, so, I mean, there's five suits, so. Is the captain going to be joining us? Uh, the captain ends up coming out of the uh, uh, mainframe room after you guys have kind of been talking and distributing stuff. So she says, um, Mother hasn't been able to give me any additional information, at least not yet. Um, what have you guys decided on? Uh, it sounds we're all, like, yeah, we're all, we're all gonna go. Gonna head over. Okay. 
Um, so, uh, uh, Captain Miller just says, all right, well, I'll stay behind for now just to make sure that there's somebody on the ship in case I need to make readjustments since our pilot's going to be going. Mm. So I'll stay behind for now. I mean, Miller, unless you want me to stay, but I really think it would help them out if I went to, even if it's not necessarily my thing. She she just kind of shakes her head like no that's fine that's I mean I've got a little bit of piloting experience myself I can at least keep the ship steady. Well I mean, that's <laughs> kind of shitty. No 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 it's fine. Passive <laughs> <laughs> aggressive bitch. Uh, I mean if we can get the uh, reactor back up and running we could just uh, like you know fly the thing away i i don't can we tow i'm pretty sure that's what the company would want us to do yeah that's one of your directives if you can is actually to escort it back to a wayland yutani facility but yeah so she says uh you know she says she'll stay behind but uh give me uh you know you guys all have kind of like not comlinks but you have like shortwave radios it's alien so it uses retro tech but uh she does say you know uh uh take one of the radios and if you guys need me just give me a call and I'll be there Sounds good All right All right so uh she right. looks over at uh Davis and says all mm-hmm. right However, <laughs> we still need to dock with it, and I am not going to be as good with that. Hey, I can do that. One last little favor before I jump off this. <laughs> All right. So, uh, you've already matched the speed in the course. So, at this point, um, are you guys attempting to just use the umbilical extension? Your only other option would be spacewalking. As cool as that sounds, it'd probably be better to just attach. Yeah, the um- umbilical yeah. would probably be best. Yeah. All right. Like uh, in the pic, like in the pic, like not this picture, but the one that's just like the picture of the dude like floating there, like that sort of a thing. Yeah, that would be a spacewalk. Okay. I would assume. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, yeah. he was floating there with the cord attached to his back. No, so you knew what I fucking the, meant. The umbilical <laughs> extension. What that means is like the big tube that goes over the two doors that you walk through. Yeah, uh, like a docking. Thing. Yeah, that's the umbilical extension. Okay, my bad. Then yes, I think that's a good idea. Okay, so um, I need you to make a piloting roll with no mod uh, no modifiers. Okay, uh, so it's not like necessarily pretty, but you managed to uh, uh, match the ship up, uh, you know, again, getting the speed and tra- trajectory right, and you managed to uh, extend the umbilical and link the two together. Uh, you're right. able to pressurize the umbilical extension, which is a good thing, because with that main outer uh, uh, lock door, you would be experiencing some uh, pretty explosive decompression were you to uh, uh, just open that up without pressurization. Uh, but yeah, so the umbilical is attached. Um, are you guys all, you said you're all grabbing compression suits? Yeah. Yep. All right, so you're you're leaving one behind because you have five, so you're leaving one behind for Miller. 
Um, mm. All right, so uh, making your way into the umbilical, you're able to kind of cross over the short corridor uh, uh, to the Cronus's door. Uh, however, the uh, the door main airlock is damaged, uh, so you are going to have to try to get through that. Uh, damaged like it's stuck? Yes. Or... I do still have my clipboard, by the way, and I am watching. <laughs> All right, my clipboard's gonna get shoved up your mm-hmm. ass. What um, I'm just looking at the map to just trying to make sense of it. Where would that, like that main airlock, be? Like what would it be? The so, topmost deck? It's gonna be um the top left of the map. The thing that says deck yep. A, the cryo deck. Uh, yep. And if I don't know if you guys can see my ping because I might yep. need to change my color, yeah. but it's right in the middle there. there. Yeah. You guys are essentially at the top and you're going to be moving down once you open that uh, uh, airlock. Okay. All right. I just wanted to make sure like I knew where I was at or mm. we were at. Okay. Uh, I'm All going right. to assume that uh, I'm not, I wouldn't be able to just, try to pry this open with my hands. No, it's an airlock door. <laughs> but yeah, you do have a cutting right. torch on you. Well, I guess I'll try using that cutting torch. Alright, so I need heavy machinery with plus two. So don't put the plus, just put two. Two. Yes. Hey. Okay, I feel, feel like I should get more than one out of like <laughs> eight dice, but that's fine. Keegan, it's not eight dice. Is it not? No, it's ten. Oh no, that's six. <laughs> okay. I no. thought there was five on the top. Never mind. Where do you, I see ten dice on mine. Well, no, either it's... way. So anyway, you still got a success. Uh, again, not pretty, but you use the cutting torch and you're able to at least like cut that um, outer door, you know, there's a little bit of decompression as the uh, uh, pressure and atmosphere that you have in the umbilical starts flowing into the rest of the chamber, but nothing like major or anything as you get that door open. Um, But of course, you know, there's really no way to seal it. So once you get inside, you're probably going to have to seal the inner airlock door. Uh, But Mm -hmm. uh, moving inside, because, you know, it's just like a kind of a small ramp that goes down. You do see that the inner airlock door appears to be intact and and normal and fine. Um, I'm assuming we all have flashlights that that's probably like standard equipment. Yes, you all have at least a light. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't sure if this was cyberpunk. Um. All right, just open that door, I guess. I mean, we need to get through it. All right. Uh, so, yeah, there's the ladder that leads down to the uh, junction. So you, you open up the door. Uh, uh, you notice that um, you, know, you get through the uh, the buckled door. You get it pressurized. You go down. Uh, the other airlock uh, opens perfectly fine. Um Basic equipment that you guys have, uh, the, the, you know, it doesn't mention, like, 
you know, uh, uh, additional equipment that doesn't have stats. So you guys have the motion tracker, you have the equipment that I listed to you, but you do have like basic monitors and uh, uh, stuff on the compression suit. So you are able to take an environmental reading. Um, the temperature is below zero, uh, or not below zero, it's below freezing, as uh, Captain Miller uh, mentioned. And the air uh, uh, from the environmental reading appears to be stale, although there is the presence of oxygen at the very least. Uh, how much oxygen? Like, yeah, like, like, like a breathable amount? Or? Yeah, there's a breathable amount of oxygen. It's a little stale. The, it seems like the carbon dioxide levels are slightly higher than they should be, but, I mean, it's, it's, it's got breathable atmosphere. Well, fuck yeah. All right. Can we uh, take our... I'm going to take my helmet off. If I, I'm, yeah, it's, I'm going to take my helmet off. It's still pretty cold, okay. though. Uh, I mean, very... I'm going to take my helmet off. All right. Well, taking your helmet off, um, it's it's below freezing, but it's not below zero. So I mean, it's like walking without a. I mean, I guess technically, if you're wearing a helmet, you would have that little like cowl, like that cloth cowl over your head. Uh, so yeah. I mean, it's cold, but it's not like a problem. You know, it's just it's kind of like you're okay, walking yeah. outside with a hat in Michigan winter. Yeah. You know, it's it's yeah. It's not like super comfortable, like as comfortable as it would be inside. The air is definitely stale. Like, very yeah. stale and, like, kind of, like, it doesn't smell bad, but it doesn't smell great. Uh, and like yeah. I said, you know, it's a little, even though it's really cold, it's a little stuffy because it's got that, you know, little bit more carbon dioxide. But, yeah, you're able to breathe just fine without, you know, any issues or anything like that. Um, uh, actually, she might uh, be onto something. If we take our helmets off, then we're not using the oxygen from the... Uh, that is correct. ...from the tanks in case we uh, need yes. that later. So, I will also... Yeah, I'll take my helmet off. Okay, Chris? It stays hot. No, it's coming off. (laughs) Okay. All right, so you guys take your helmets off. Uh, uh, So all of you are inside this junction right here. Um, And uh, uh, you're you're, you're in there. I'm assuming you're closing the inner airlock door uh, just so that way you're not, you know, using all of the air. I hope we close that before we take our helmets off. Yeah. Well, remember you have the umbilical. Oh no! Right? Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah, you're 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 pressurized from the Montero. Just this way, you're not using all of the Montero's fucking a- atmosphere generators and stuff. But uh, all right, so you guys, you know, uh, uh, get in there. You got your helmets off again, kind of stuffy, but but uh, uh, and 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 stale, but you, it's it's fine. It's just not great. Uh, but yeah, so you guys are inside this junction right here. There is another um, ladder that appears to go down. Uh, uh, and you can, if just looking down with like your lights and stuff, you can see that there are, uh, you know, are obviously other decks below. Um, and uh, uh, there's staircase that go down. There's also a intercom in this room, uh, but the intercom doesn't appear to be working. So and- I'm guessing that's, not going to be on Mother 2000. <laughs> uh, and then give me one moment here, actually, because I realize now that you guys are logged in, I need to give you control over tokens. Right. Oh, titties. All right. You know what? Actually, give me one second. I'm not going to do that on this. I'm going to do this on my laptop. Having two computers is weird. <laughs> I believe it, you know. But all right, so is there anything that you guys are doing in this room or discussing? Um, 
Uh, I'm gonna. I I'm think gonna I'm. That. The mother 2.0 or 2000 room. Okay. Because I assume that's like the computer. It might have control over everything. Maybe if it has like a backup power, we could get it to boot up all the systems and not even have to look around. Okay. What about the rest of you? Um. Yeah, I will. Uh. I'll go with John for now uh, until until we figure out that we absolutely need to get the uh, reactor running again. All right, so we'll just what say EEB that you guys are these EEV. Uh, yeah, EEV is that a walking outside in space? Yes. Yes, that's yeah. that's where you would find more potentially more compression suits, but that's yeah, that's where you would store uh, uh, your. I, I can't remember exactly what it's called. It's like external something or other. Uh, okay. But we're gonna say those two tokens. Everyone has control over all of the tokens. I didn't assign anything specifically to one person, um, but we'll say that those two are John and uh, uh, Cham. So then, uh, for Davis and for Rye, what are you two doing? You see, they're making their way up to uh, uh, what appears to be Mother. I don't see any tokens. Zoom in. They're there. They're very small. Uh, I am going to check out Cryo. Oops, ignore my pingy. Alright, so you want to go to Cryo? Yee. I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna go to cryo as well. Alright, so you guys are gonna move there, and then I'm gonna have you guys move down hold on, give me a second. Move down this way. So we're gonna pause where I have everyone at right now. Alright, so you two walking into the uh chamber with mother. Give me one moment here, I gotta bring my thing back up. All right. Uh, so I marked when, my token. Okay. So when you guys get to the door going into Mother, uh, you can see that it's got like a, a, a little keypad sort of thing where you would put either a access key or a command sequence. Um, which uh, technically, Wilson, you would have the uh, command sequence uh, to, to access this room. Okay. Probably one, two, three, four. Yeah, probably. No, it's it's three, two, one. <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah, I'll try putting in the I'll try putting in the command sequence to see if it boots up. All right, so you put in the command sequence. The door actually does open. It looks like it's running on some sort of like uh probably like backup power. Um, it opens up uh to a you know spotless room uh, uh, with all of the uh, computer consoles and uh, everything around. It looks like uh, uh, not a lot is flashing currently at the moment. Uh, so it looks like it's, you know, a little bit more subdued. Um, but you uh, can see, like, the main uh, terminal where you would sit down and start typing to communicate to Mother. Okay. I, I guess I do that. I uh, type hello. Or How's Hal doing? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so you start typing, um, and there's it's very slow to get a response at first. Uh, the response that does come up is just booting. Oh, okay, it needs and, to reboot. And you can hear you can hear some like slight whirring 
coming, but uh, uh, as of right now, it's just it's just in that booting mode. Okay. Well, it's an 80s computer, so we're going to have to give it a bit. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. All right. So now for Paige and for Chris. I put the wing on my dude because, you know, pilot. Gotcha. All right. So you guys are making your way down past the, the stairwell area. Uh, you're heading uh, to the south to go to the actual cryo area. So let's go ahead and mm-hmm. move you guys down. So, when you get down uh, uh, to this area, all right, the footstep noises are going to bother me. Really? I think it's great. Do yeah. you? Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll, we'll keep the footsteps on for now. All right, so you guys get down there, and just a second, because I need to bring up the other thing. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Oh, it's fine. It's not a big thing. Is it a goddamn working joke? So help me Christ, I will, I will have flashbacks. <laughs> All right, one of those would actually be very useful right now. I will hide in a spot hole. <laughs> don't don't try me. So over here, on uh, the opposite wall. So this is the door that leads to the cryo chambers. Over here at this wall, uh, you see what appears to be a slumped over, headless body of a man in a spacesuit. There appears to be a splatter of blood and brain matter on the wall behind him. Uh, and you do see uh, what appears to be a shotgun lying next to him. I want to pick up the shotgun, but I also want to check if he has a name tag. Or anything like that. Some, something that identifies who or what he was. Um, so Wallet. Check your <laughs> wallet. So, like I said, he, he appears to be wearing a spacesuit. Uh, you notice that there's something not white right about him uh his arms seem like they're almost a little too long and the compression suit that he's wearing uh, is actually torn at the forearms uh both you and chris are going to get a plus one to your stress level fantastic is there something we have to do on our oh yeah we click the one on the stress yeah yeah to add that dice there and that will automatically be added to your rolls now you said that you wanted to grab that shotgun Grab the shotgun and then look for any identifying thingies. All right. So looking, uh, looking him over, you can't actually seem to find anything that identifies uh, uh, who he is. Okay. All right. So I said that you had one reload for the pistol. Uh, since you're checking him for um, like identification and stuff, you do find a pouch that has uh, shotgun shells. Uh-huh. Uh, you currently have... Give me one second here. And we can put those in the pistol. Nice. You cannot. <laughs> uh, there's yeah, like... enough uh, shotgun shells for one reload. Okay. What would that be? A Taurus Judge? Isn't that the pistol shotgun? I think so. We're making one. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, you guys uh, uh, see that body lying there, uh, not directly across from the cryo room, but uh, uh, not very far from it. Um, Looking at the door going to the actual cryo deck. Did someone drop? Yeah, someone dropped and came back. Okay. It was me. Okay. I'm back. 
Um, so, uh, looking at the door to the cryo chamber itself, it looks like the main door has claw marks all around the edges of the doorway as if something was trying to scratch its way in. Um, but it looks like the door is, uh, sealed shut. Like, it doesn't look like anything actually breached. The door is still in, in good condition. Uh, so what are you guys doing after checking that body? Um. You're the captain. What? I am not the captain. It's, yeah, in this situation you are. Okay. So, <laughs> y you say, obviously, this door right here. There's no, like... Maybe, whatever. There's nothing around, like, there's no... Well, no, these doors just, like, slide open, so they're, they're, are they just, like, powered down? Like, there's just no, well, yeah, they'd be powered down. That was a stupid-ass question, ignore well, me. Well, are, are you checking the door? Yeah, I'm checking the door. Thank you. Okay. So, the doors are currently, uh, they do still work. Like I said, the door to Mother worked, because there is backup power that's at least operating the doors. This door, however, appears like it's locked from the inside. Okay. All right, well, I am going to turn to, um, Rye, correct? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to turn to you, and I'm going to be like, or, and I'm going to say, the door's locked from the inside, so we might want to go back up and see if they found anything. If they found anything, because I, I think, I don't think we're going to get very far down here. Um, judging by this unlucky bastard over here, we probably don't want to go alone. Fair enough. Alright. We'll head back to Mother. Alright, so we'll pause on you guys. Uh, so what are you two doing uh, up in Mother's mainframe chamber? Uh, real quick before that. Uh, oh, sound the pad, bosom of Mother. Is uh, Soundpad running for everyone else? Yep. Yes. Okay. Alright, it, it, it won't let me back into it, so that's fine. Okay. Uh... Well, it seems like it's been exactly one bit, so Mother should be uh, coming yes. online soon, right? Is is it still just booting? It looks like it started the booting process when you opened the door. Um, this is a big-ass ship, so <laughs> it's probably... You don't know exactly how long this is going to take. You've never actually seen a Mother 2000 go through a boot-up, and it's also almost 80 years old. Okay. Uh, so, uh, I I also looked. Oh wait, yeah, my audio dropped. Yeah, I lost connection. I'm not in the connection anymore either. I, I think yeah, I'm the one that still hears it. I, I, I it was it still on, going, on but when I looked, yeah, I wasn't connected anymore. Oh, yep, it's, same, same. It's weird. It's like you have to constantly be doing things or bootses. Yeah, yeah, it, it it's it's because it's a sound pad and not like an actual like like yeah. constant stream of music or whatever. Um so I think I'll tr I'll do it one more time, but if it drops again, we're not going to worry about it too much. Yeah, just do it for the stream. Yeah. If it happens again. Um all right. So, uh let me get this in the Discord link real quick. So, uh, so I've been doing Actually, pretty good, think... though, right? You're not dead yet. Yeah, you're you're alive. No, no, I mean on the ship because you're. Oh, I see. I mean, yeah. 
You haven't messed anything up today. We've been awake what? Two hours? That's a, it's a it's been a good two hours so far. Yeah. That's a fourth of a work day. That's pretty good. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. No notes. <laughs> <laughs> Just like this isn't going to be recorded at all because I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, are you guys just staying in that room? Because it might be a while. You're you're not actually entirely sure how long that booting sequence is going to take. Uh, I mean, it'll boot without us here. We can go yeah, check out other stuff. Mother should be able to contact us from anywhere on the ship, right? Yes. I would imagine. Yeah, I'd imagine when it's done booting, we'll know. All right, well, I mean, I guess we should go check Cryo with the others. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right, so you guys meet what back if, up. What if we went down this hallway? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to? Hold on. If, it, if it's a two, yes. Okay, we're going down that hallway. <laughs> God damn it. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Well, we're going to die really fast. <laughs> All right. So you guys are going down opposite hallways for uh, these two. Yeah. So you're walking down the hall. Um, hold on. Do I have that other tab open? I do not. Give me one moment. One. All right. Well, Paige is okay. going to die first. Guaranteed now. <laughs> Xenomorph. You, know, you said I was going to die go. first earlier. <laughs> Yep. Uh, oh yeah, you 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 got hit by a face hugger. You didn't realize that? Oh, so weird. Oh, okay, that's weird. You should just have mine like I was running down the hallway and like in my ISO playthrough, the alien just fucking grabs me and pulls me up into the vent. Yep. There, boom. <laughs> All right. Uh so two things happen. First, uh for uh Tad and Keegan. You guys notice uh, uh, what appear to be on this wall over here, not exactly in front of the vent, but nearby, uh, what appears to be almost like a fungal growth uh, in the corner, uh, like on the bottom corner where the floor and the wall meet. We have like oh, walk right? Y yeah. Yeah. You have like short range radio. All right. I, uh, I key mine up and I'm just like, uh, we're getting some uh, fungus in this corner. You guys see that? Over. Absolutely, like, I don't know if I hate you or if I don't hate you right now. <laughs> that was awesome. That was really good. I am yeah, really, really happy good. with that. Yeah. Did, did you just, like, cover your mic for that? How did you do that? I cut my mic with my mouth, yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, but you guys hear that? Uh, also, Chris, your motion tracker detects motion coming from this hallway. <laughs> How many little blippies do I got? You got two little blippies. Alright, that's them. <laughs> Especially when you All get right. the radio of uh we got the uh the fungus. Yeah, we probably heard that shit. Well he heard did them. it in the radio, yeah. Them. And you heard yeah. it coming from around the, the hallway. Bend. Yes. And I heard their radio from where I am. Because literally yeah. this is like an opening. Yeah. Can I uh... <laughs> I'm going to do something stupid, but I'm going to be like, yo, check this out. And can I, like, very fast, but as quietly as I can, 
come around to this corner and just wait until they get closer and then jump out and scare them? Uh, yes. Give me a moment. I need to see what kind of rolls okay. I need to make everyone do. Scare the man with a gun. <laughs> hey, I have three, so they can kiss my ass. Uh, I'm dude. high on drugs right now. I'm, well, I don't know if my character is, actually. All right. I, I assume she is. Yeah. So I'm going to yep. have you roll mobility. Stealth check? Yes, we're going to make it mobility. Yay. Oh, no. Ooh. What is the thing? Oh, that's, that's the stress die, isn't it? That is the stress die. Yes, it is. What does the face symbol mean again? That... Do we roll observation? Yes, but hold on before you guys do anything. Okay. Uh, I got to see if there's something that you roll on the sheet or if I'm going to have to have you roll something separate. So give me okay. one second. But yeah, You're so fine. the face hugger symbol that shows up on the stress die like that, that means that you have to make a panic roll. Oh, that's right. Yes. Okay, so you'll notice um, at the top of your character sheet, you see the name, Leia Davis, the career pilot, and then there's roll buttons. You have 1D3, 1D6, 2D6. Yep. There's one labeled oh, I see panic. The panic. Roll yep. it. It's a, literal, it's a literal panic button. Three. It's a literal panic button. A three. All right. If I remember correctly, which I need to bring this up real quick. If I remember correctly, let's see. Ice cream. Let's see. Where's my fucking thing? Uh, you managed to keep your nerves in check. Barely. You're fine. Oh, yes. But do you XD squee? <laughs> <laughs> so what happens is you start to move up and, you know, you, you kind of like duck behind this corner over here. But like something about sneaking through this like dark kind of like freezing ship, it almost like gives you like a sense of like your prey. Like, it almost feels like you're hiding from something scarier, especially since you can only hear the movements of them behind the door. And for a momentary, like, like glimpse, you, you, you get, like, a, a feeling like you're about to get attacked before, you know, you get control over yourself and you make that go away. Uh, so for uh, Keegan and for Tad, both of you guys give me observation rolls. This fungus, though. Mm. Uh, well, she got two successes to your one, so you, neither one of you notice anything. Um, so, so you do the radio. You can hear, you know, the the radio from theirs uh, coming down from this hallway. Uh, but you guys can just see, you know, like the little fungus going down there. But you don't notice uh, uh, Davis sneaking up on you from behind here. Well, if I heard them from over here, I'd probably just like, well, I guess I'll go through this door. So pretty much perfect setup. Yeah. And yeah. and I'm not, not going to like scream. I'm just going to do like a bah, you know what I mean? Like a a little little one. Okay. Technically I don't actually fungus. know if that's a door, but I'm going to say it's a door. So you're yeah. you're looking at the little fungus thing. So so you go through. Uh she jumps out at you. Your stress goes up by 1. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> As this form just comes out of the fucking darkness and just bah! <laughs> uh, I take a swing. <laughs> oh, this is some. This oh. is some. Bad. <laughs> 
Okay, give me a moment here, and now I need to bring up the close combat thing. This is where I die. <laughs> I, I just crit you, and you fucking die. <laughs> uh, you just took a swing, so you're going to take a point of damage. Me? That's half your health. Yes. Yeah, so I'm down to one. Yeah, so you take a point yep. of damage, but after like five or ten minutes of not taking damage, you'll go back. Okay, yeah. I'm going to look at look at him, I'm just going to be like... Ow! You fall. Actually, I, I should, I should ask that. Uh, is going down to zero health insta death? Or... No. Okay. No, you just have to roll on the critical injury table. So, so it could be instant death. Yeah. So John kind of composes himself after you scared him. Uh, he shakes his hand a little bit and then he writes something on his clipboard. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you. <laughs> Straight up the ass. Yeah, so he doesn't even, like, talk to me. He just writes on his clipboard. Yeah, and then he just kind of looks at her from, like, over it. Okay, like, I'm just going to roll, roll my report. eyes. <laughs> Can I... I guess this... And pertaining to my character, but, like, with the whole drug thing, like... Are you gonna tell like is there gonna be like a situation where like if I'm if she's I guess going through a withdrawal or like crashing or whatever, are you am I gonna like get Potentially. Are you gonna tell me if that happens? Yes. Okay. Okay. Because I just don't wanna start like popping pills and then have you be like Like what are you doing? Yeah. No, if no, that you're... does happen, there is a med bay on this ship, I think. <gasps> yeah, med lab. We gotta go to the med lab. We gotta go to the med lab. The meth lab. 80, the med lab, I mean. It's been 80-something years. <laughs> it's been 84 it's years. Got it's got refrigerated. <laughs> it's got the aged meth. Exactly. Like a fine wine. The older, the better. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I Keegan, can't refute that. Keegan, looking at the, uh, the, the fungus, it just kind of looks like it's... um, uh, it, it looks like small, almost cylinders but they're um you know they're 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 they're, they're like i hate that i'm going to compare it to this they they uh look like sweet cakes <laughs> from skyrim like they're kind of like that spongy shape you know that that kind of like squat cylinder except there's like holes all over it i cannot believe that you just called a sweet roll a sweet cake <laughs> or whatever you, i i haven't played 400 hours of it like you have how dare you insinuate that I've only played 400 <laughs> hours of Skyrim? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure I've played 400 hours of Skyrim. Alright, uh, do I have anything, it's... like, that I can poke him with? Can I, like, try to, like, like get a sample of it? Uh, do you have anything for that? Is that what you're asking? I yeah. mean, you can you can poke at it. You can try to take a piece if you want to. Sure. Yeah. Why not? All right. So you start poking at it. Uh, the moment you you like kind of jab it, it kind of quivers a little bit and then just like poofs, uh, and it looks like a little bit of dust or spores or something come flying out before uh, uh, kind of like dissipating. Did it get on me? Eh, it doesn't seem like it did. But it looked like okay. it dispersed in a pretty decent area around here. Oh, Jesus. But like All I right. said, it disappears uh, real quick. Yeah. Uh, cool. Uh, don't touch these. 
gross. Don't don't type. What what are you typing for? Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what are you guys doing? Uh, I guess Chris, what are you doing? Because you would have heard a brah and then a smack coming from inside. Well, the she city. said, "Look at this." So I, I assume I followed her. I did. I went to go check uh, He probably saw the whole thing. She probably saw. Yeah, the whole I did. Thing. I did. The spore thing is bothering me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, give me one. Uh, so what do you? Yeah, what are you? What are you guys doing? Like you're all you're all in here now, except for Keegan, who's standing over here. Uh, I probably I just motioned towards that wall. I'm just like, there's a weird fungus growing over here. Yeah, don't touch it, though. See. <laughs> I'm gonna pretend like I'm gonna touch it, and then. Please don't. <laughs> I'm not gonna touch it. Just let me okay, fuck with you. thank you. you. <laughs> <laughs> well, since the cryo chamber is locked from the inside, we discovered that, so there's nothing we can really do. Uh, oh, nice shotgun. But, um, but uh, thanks. Cool. Speaking of the shotgun... Where'd you get that? Speaking of the shotgun... <laughs> dead guy. Exactly. What? There's a dead guy. A dead man. I think... We're not, I'll just, his arms are ripped off, his head was shot off. That's really all you need to know. You don't need to go see the gory details. Been there, done that. So, I think. His arms were ripped off? Yeah. Like, yes, like I'm, like, like I said, ripped off. Just ripped right the fuck off. Hmm. Out of oh. character question, are these spot holes? Uh, these are yes. That's what the little uh, uh, lines yeah, are the for. Doctor. They represent um, uh, ventilation yeah. spot holes that obviously end in spot holes. Exactly. And is this an elevator? Is what an elevator? This down here. Yes, those yeah. are elevators. <laughs> okay. I like how we all just panged it. Okay. Sorry, I'm trying to get used to the um. The legend and everything and what the symbols are. Okay. Um, okay. Actually. Isn't there actually a legend on here? There is. There if you probably, scroll down yeah. a little bit yep. uh, uh, down and to the right, you would see a legend. Yep. Oh, I see it. I was zoomed in too far and just didn't feel like... <laughs> fucking with it. Yeah. I, 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 I was going to say, I should offhand know what most of the symbols are. And an access terminal, you know, honestly, I should too, but <laughs> I, it's been a while. So, access terminal. I can't remember what those do. Is that just, like, this is going to way to access mother, if yeah. I had to get Yeah, it's a way to access oh. mother, but they're, they're, they're in a boot up sequence right now. Okay, okay. Um, give me just one more second to look up one more thing on the legend. I guess if anyone else has, you know, anything they want to say or do, just go ahead. I'm just trying to get an idea of what the fuck. Um, so... Do I... Would I have noticed the ventilation, like, 
shafts there and there because I'm assuming if it's the entrance is like literally like it is an ice so those are pretty like decent size and everything I'm sorry what was that I cut out a little bit so that's okay would I have reckon or like seen or recognized the ventilation on the side of the walls right here like if they look like what they do in ISO like yeah, yeah. all of you guys know what those are yeah they're spot holes all of you guys would recognize the, the ventilation shafts <laughs> okay um uh, I do they open like I'm gonna go up to one and see if it opens I, I mean yeah it, it, it's got a uh, manual like little lever thing that you can activate on the side they'll open it up okay, okay. Uh, we walked by this one over here does that one also have fungus no no you just noticed it by that one okay and I just want to make sure that I'm not going to meta. Well, no, you showed us the plan, so whatever. Um, I, I'm gonna look at these guys when like I open the thing, and I was like, er, and I was like, and I'm just gonna say, what do you think? You want to give it a go? Wait, wait, to do what? To go in, obviously. Yeah, I mean, but why? But why? L l like, because, like, because I it, fucking suggested it, that's why. I mean, you don't have to get aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I wheezed. Um, <laughs> I, I, I just mean I don't, I don't see what the reason for going into the vents right now is. Because the vents can get us into the cryo chamber. But I didn't know if that was too much <laughs> for my character, because... I don't like what I, I. If you're showing us the schematics and everything, like I don't, I don't think I still mother, don't. It wouldn't make. Yeah, mother. This is this is what you got from mother. These are the deck plans for the ship. You do know that oh, the ventilation okay. shafts are very small. Um, okay. So you are probably the only person who'd be able to fit in. Oh. Okay. Well, then in that case. <laughs> um. Disappears. Yeah, in that case, I'm just going to slide right in. No, uh, well... That's what he said. It is what he said. I... Well, looking at the looking at the schematics that we got from Mother of the deck, of the ship, and seeing where these lead, <clears throat> with the cryo chamber door being locked from the inside, I could probably make it into the cryo chambers from the vents. Unless, right. uh, you know, yeah, I don't know. If there's, and if there's, like, if there's, I guess, out of character, if there's something else anyone wants to, like, do that's not that, please tell me. I'm just, you know. I mean, were these locked or something? Yeah, they yeah. were locked from the inside, so, like, there was no way for us to. We have a cutting torch. We do yeah, have a cutting torch. I might just be able to cut through it. But it'd be more fun to go through the vent. <laughs> I mean, I At guess. At the very we... least. Tell you uh, what, you go through the vent, and you unlock the door, and we'll just walk through. There, yeah. see, boom. Uh, at the at the very least, though, you could like get in the vent right here instead. That's true. It'd be less vent time, but you probably want maximum. I vent want time. maximum vent time, yo. Right. Like, I mean, I'm I not want gonna something stop new. Yeah, <laughs> I do have. Um, and well, feel free to want... say no. And feel free to say no. Can I 
borrow the motion tracker? I don't remember who has it, but can I borrow it just for the vents? Sure. I mean, if you want maximum vent time, you would enter there and then come out here and then go through that door to get <laughs> in the, to open this door. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> We're not going to do that. There is such a thing as too much vent time. Exactly. Okay, I don't then we want a medium it. amount of vent time. Let's be honest with ourselves here. <laughs> you said maximum. I was giving you maximum. You were, and I appreciate that. It was my mistake. Um, okay, so then I am going to skadoop the motion tracker. Uh turn on my flashlight I'm assuming it's dark as hell in here. Crawl in this bitch, and my goal is to get to this bitch. Okay. From one bitch to another. Uh, where? Exactly. What are the rest of you guys doing? Are you just making your way down to the cryo area? Yeah. Start walking. Yeah. Will we still get hit with the stress even though we already know that's there? Uh, you will <laughs> because you haven't seen it, and it's pretty gnarly. Okay. Who wants to see a dead body? <laughs> you kids want to see a dead body? <laughs> Is that from Leo and Satan? It might be. I swear it is, but sorry, go ahead. Alright, so you're starting to make your way through the vent. Uh, yes, Tad, you will get another stress from seeing that fucked up dead body. But you see the same okay. thing that they see. The head's blown off. It looks like the arms are weirdly long and is torn at the uh, compression suit that it was wearing. And you see the claw marks on the cryo door. Uh, Paige, you're making your way through uh, uh, the vents. You you turn at this junction here. Uh, uh, so you, you, know, you know there's this junction that goes down to where they're at and where you found that body. And you're trying to make your way looping around over over here uh as you're going through you start getting a motion sensor blip over here i hate my life okay. uh, i also um, need you no <laughs> no you don't <laughs> on your sheet mm -hmm. give me a second because i gotta look and figure out what the fuck i'm talking about click <laughs> another stress you do that to yourself in fact, give yourself all ten stress dice. I how mean, you first of all, right now you give yourself a stress die. Yes. <laughs> really? Yes. Thanks for reminding me. Um, <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> and Not then just help. Shut the fuck up. Right, down, ahead. down on the lower uh, left of your sheet, where you see consumables. Yep. yep. Give me one second. Uh huh. Uh, put a five where that zero is next to power. Okay. For my flashlight, or no, for the f wow, I need to be careful. Yeah, it's <laughs> like for your flashlight. <laughs> you don't need power for no. your flashlight. You I need said to wash it when you're done. With an I, not an E, but I realized my fucking mistake. <laughs> but yeah, that is that is for your motion tracker. Yep. So uh, then click the power button. Okay. Uh, should I have a five for my uh, cutting torch? You should, and I'll have you do that in a second. Thank you for reminding me. Okay, oh. so uh, that's good. So you still have full power on the motion tracker. Keegan, go ahead and do the same thing. Put a five on your consumables under power uh, for the cutting torch. And then, okay, so now you have oh, a four. Well. All right, well, it's a fucking dumbass cutting torch. <laughs> Wait, he didn't have that Oops, stress nope, die. Didn't mean that. He didn't have that stress die when he used the cutting torch, did he? 
Or is that does that not matter? No, no, that doesn't matter. Uh, okay. You roll the stress die just for your uh, supply rolls. Okay. You, you don't add you don't add your own stress die to that. That you see how he rolled five dice. He's rolling five okay. dice because he had supply five. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, but yeah. So Paige, you're getting the uh, motion sensor blip from over here. Okay, I am going to. What are, so? What are these big thingies? I don't know. Okay, all right. <laughs> I assume guys, they're like other spot holes. Can you stop pinging in that one <laughs> fucking spot? I know the danger's there. <laughs> okay. Right um, there? I hate all of you. <laughs> actually, actually, everyone else stop doing that if you would. Okay. okay. Thank you. Hold on. There's, there's, there's a mistake. Oh, yeah. Actually. Oh, okay. Oh, I whoops. dare not enter the spot hole. <laughs> okay. Um, Jesse, I am going to quickly... I'm going to turn down here, down this long one right here, and I am going to start heading that way. Please stop pinging that so fast at me. <laughs> it's making me really uncomfortable. Uh, I make, mean... Make me mobility. I don't know if you noticed, Paige, but it was actually getting closer to you. It, it was. That's why I was freaking out. I think that was intentional. Oh, nice! All right, so you start uh, uh, making your way down. You get almost to the uh, uh, end of the uh, the vent here, which is closed up, but there's like the little manual release. But you hear a noise from behind you. Uh, I need you to make an observation roll with uh, okay. plus one. Are you going to do one? The is soundboard any... isn't working again. Damn it! <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm that... I'm I'm done messing with the soundboard, unfortunately. Yeah. Fun fact, you probably want to fail this. <laughs> Fun fact. Well. All right, so you turn uh, just in time to see a figure dart from this vent to the next. It's a rat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a sprat. It's a it's a sprat. That's an eighty. That's an that's an eighty year old space yeah. rat. <laughs> so I'm going to. I'm just gonna come out here. Oh We're gonna open one of the cryo chambers, and it's just gonna be full of rats. Yeah. And I'm gonna look at them, and I'm gonna wipe my forehead, and I'm gonna be like, uh, "Maximum spot hole time is what you're looking for, not vent time." <laughs> See I'm this gonna... time. This way, she gets three spot holes instead of just exactly. one, instead of two. Sorry, what are you what are, what are you trying to say, Paige? I'm going to look at them, wipe my forehead, and be like, there's fucking rats in there. And then I'm going to go and jump, jump in this oh, one over one. here and then go oh, to the cryo. Hold on. Before you jump into that one, once you climb out and you say that, uh, you guys notice uh, that the lights start turning on. Ooh. Oh, hey. Um, and you oh. see uh, uh, a little bit of a haze of vapor as warmer air begins filling the corridors. Mother oh. must be on. Nice. I'm gonna stare. Actually, let me see if I can remember how to do this. Is it this? Hold on. Did that work? Did it do the route for me? Mm. Wait, Tad, why would you go all the way up there when there's an access thing right here for Mother? Because he's going to there the mainframe. Yeah, uh... I'm at... he wants to do the mainframe for it. Uh, you guys also hear, as he starts making his way to the mother terminal, you guys hear, um, warning, cryo chambers deactivated. Okay, well. Oh. I'll well, check on that, uh, too. 
Okay. Oh, wait, deactivated. Probably, like, just now deactivated. Okay. Yeah, yeah, like it's saying, like, cryo chambers deactivated. Um, All right, well, I guess if there's any survivors, we'll figure out real quick. <laughs> so what are the three of you doing? Uh, I'm waiting for this door to open. Okay. Yeah. And Tad, yeah, what are you doing? Well, in the, in the <laughs> uh, just see if I can get like a systems rate out. See what's working, what's not working, anything that's damaged. Okay. Uh, so give me one second here to bring that up. Also in the Discord, I'm posting the link to the alien original soundtrack if anyone wants to jam that since the thing's not working. That's right, a good idea. Alright, uh, so you know that... Okay, Hatchy, hold on. It vanished on me for a second. <sighs> Alright, so the engines uh, are still offline. Um, so you know that something's going to have to be done with the, uh, uh, the engines. Uh, it looks like the air scrubbers... Um, don't seem to be working uh, properly, so they're not actually like scrubbing the CO2 out of the air. Uh, that's why it's uh, as stale as it is. Um, and then you also know that the uh, communications array uh, is uh, damaged as well. Okay. Um, is that all the information I get? I can't like get more information on why the air scrubbers aren't working or anything like that? I mean, it just seems like the air scrubbers, they've been deactivated for so long that they just need to be cleaned. Okay, uh, I guess I'll, uh, I'll key up the walkie-talkie and just, uh... Uh, so it looks like we might need a clean of the air scrubbers. Uh, the engines are gonna need checked, and, uh, the communication array, someone's gonna have to go out and look at that. Uh, over. So you guys all get that message? <laughs> I guess I'll get the array. Um, if the array's broken, then how come we got a distress signal? That's probably, probably why it was garbled. Yeah. You got a garbled distress signal. You couldn't make out what it was. Um, so, uh, you guys start hearing movement uh, uh, from behind this door before okay. this door finally unlocks. I'm going to jump. <laughs> can I hop back in the vent? <laughs> you can start moving to, to the vent, yes. Yeah. Nope. The one, yeah, 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 exactly. So this door opens, uh, and you see, um, you see an individual walk out. Uh, kind of, you know, it looks like they've just put on a uh, shirt and some pants, and they're kind of looking around a little bit confused. And dazed, and then they look over at uh, you two. Uh, it appears to be a man, uh, but he looks over at you two, uh, uh, and he's just like, "Oh, hello, hi, friend." Um, welcome to so the world this... of tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> this this might be a bit of a shock for you, but uh, you're you've been uh, stranded out here for about eighty. Four years? 80. It's a little 80. less than 80. 
I think it was like a little less. Yeah, it's okay. it's it's actually seventy five if you want to know the exact thing, but it's a little less than eighty. All right, so like almost three quarter, about three quarters of a century, you've been uh, just floating here. So he starts shaking his head. He's just like, "What? What are you talking about?" He looks extremely disoriented. Uh, do I have? Do we have any like canteens or anything? Uh, I mean, on you probably not. No. That's a shame. Uh, well, uh, you should. How about how about you sit down for for a minute, just get your uh, senses back to you. So he's like, "All right," and he walks kind of back into the room to to go sit on a bench. Uh, you guys notice when he walks in if you guys are following him. Hmm. There are four other people in that room. Like, awake? Yes, that that look like they're putting on clothes. They all look very disoriented, just like him. Well, I mean, that's what'll happen when you're frozen for almost a century. I mean, that is fair. Um. Sorry, hold on. Had to chew the red vine. Uh, did... Did I jump in the vent before I saw this dude come out? I mean, you you're in the vent, but you would have saw and heard. Okay, well then I'm going to come out and I'm going to follow them. Like I'm not obviously not going to stay in there. Okay. And then Tad, what are you doing? There's rats um, in there. You rats. from from where you're um at with mother, you can uh tell that the uh that five of the cryo uh stasis chambers have opened. Okay, uh, I've probably gotten pretty much all the information that I need from that. Like, I've gotten the readouts, I know what we need to fix, so I'll, I'll just start heading back towards them. Okay, no problem. So I will actually go ahead and move you. I'm going to put you right here. Okay. <laughs> well, actually, no, you'd be able to make it in while everyone's still, like, walking and everything. So you guys are all in this room right now. But, yeah, there appear to be um, five people. Uh, you've got um, one, what looks like two. There are two women and three men that are all in here. Uh, and they all, like I said, they're, they're putting on clothes. They all look very, very disoriented, though. Uh, one of them, the oldest uh, individual, uh, uh, is, like, holding his head. He probably is the oldest individual after almost 100 years in cryo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I close the door behind me, and uh, I just kind of ask, so uh, is this your whole crew in this room right now? Uh, so the first guy that you guys were talking to, he just kind of like looks confused for a second. He says, he looks back at everyone and says, um, I, I think so. I don't really remember where, who, who, who are you? Uh, we're a crew from a different ship. We just kind of stumbled across you guys. Uh, I don't know if you've been told, but you guys have been in cryosleep for like 80 years. You notice, um... One of the other men uh, 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 looks like he's either like Chinese or Japanese. Uh, he he kind of looks over. He looks a little less disoriented than everyone else, and he just kind of looks over uh, at you guys and he says, um, "Almost eighty years." Yeah, mm. rounded up eighty years. And you see, seventy-five everyone... if we're being exact. <laughs> 
you see Ooh. everyone kind of just look at each other and start shaking their heads at each other. Like they're very upset and and not you know not very happy with that kind of news. Yeah, it's upsetting news. More importantly, uh, if this is the whole crew in this room right now, you guys have been found before, and the guy blew his brains out, so that's strange. Well, he he looks up and he says, um, I don't know what you're talking about, but there's there's a lot of these cryotubes. Only five of us came out. I, I guess they don't remember fully. Okay, yeah, well, don't they're, go they're, out their in the hallway. <laughs> yeah. Is there like Can a sheet I... or something I could throw over that guy out in the hallway? Uh, there, you you would be able to find uh, because if you go through the cryo area, there's the examination room, showers, and wardrobe are down here, along with another junction that leads to the rest of the ship. The wardrobe, I mean, there's plenty of like sheets and stuff like that that you would be able to grab. Okay, I'm throwing Can a sheet. I, uh, there, check uh, the cryo rooms and see like. If it looks like any of them, uh, aside from the five, had thawed, like, any time recently or anything. Uh, like, like, I'm basically just checking all the tubes. Um, all right. Uh, I'll get back to you in a second. Okay. Uh, so, Tad, you're throwing the, the, the sheet over. Paige and Chris, what are you two doing? Uh, let's, let's take a gander at the map. Where is, because I needed to fix the comms array. Yeah. That's what it was, right? Yeah, the comm array is, uh, uh, uh is... pretty messed up. So the comm array is outside. Yeah, I assume it's outside. That is going to require a spacewalk. So, I believe, well, we came in through here. Is there only the one? Hold on. Let me look at the legend here. Yeah, like what, what kind of exits do we look have? For another airlock. Um, okay, the airlock looks like it's the like half filled in box. Okay. You can go through the vehicle bay. That has an airlock. The junction right there has an airlock. Oh, does it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, judging by the top of the ship, uh, the top of the page where it has, like, the side view of the ship, I'm guessing that the, uh, comms array is on the top, uh, near the, um, yeah, near where the, uh, what is it, uh, place we came in was. Yeah. Uh, so then the junction would be perfect. Yeah. Is there more than, because we have, a an umbilical over that. Do we not? You do. You had, that's where you guys came in at. I guess you could temporarily unhook the umbilical so you could get out and... I mean, they can just... Oh, the umbilical is on the junction yeah. right now. Oh, okay. Um, uh, maybe? Or we could, um... I mean, I'm sure we could hook it back up. Oh, there's also the junction down here that doesn't have uh, the thing on it. And it's oh, on yeah. the same level as us. This junction doesn't have an airlock, though. It just has a ladder. Oh, shit, you're right. Never mind. Yeah, the only other airlock I'm really seeing is in the vehicle bay, which is on, like, the bottom floor. Yeah. You guys know that the elevators, you haven't checked them, but the elevators would lead to the vehicle bay. Dick C has another airlock, actually. 
XC might be the best way to go because that's up front. Yeah. Where's the ve vehicle bay? Is, it's kind of same, but I think that's. I th I'm, I'm going to guess the vehicle bay is lowest part. I'm guessing so, and it's probably like it's not like a small. Well, I guess there are smaller locks there too. It, it would probably be faster to go down to deck C than to deck D, though. Yeah, that's probably what I'll do. All right. So uh, you, you are any of these people com specialists? Uh, let me see. Oops. I'm still seeing. Oops. Not blind yet, huh? That's good. Nope, nope, I am not blind yet. Getting there, though. We all are. Slowly. I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, no, I'm going to be checking that. Uh, so the mind. only one who has any sort of ComTech uh, experience appears to be that, uh, or sorry, there's two of them. The uh, the Asian man and the uh, older guy who's still just like holding his head. Uh, but if you ask around, the, the Asian guy mentions both him and uh, uh, Dr. Cooper uh, uh, have some experience with uh, communication devices. Although he looks over at Dr. Cooper and he says, Dr. Cooper isn't looking so great, though. Alright, then it looks like you're going with me. You're saying that to the Asian man? Yeah. He has a name. <laughs> he I does. just don't know it. <laughs> he does. He, he, he stands up and he, he has to think about it for a moment, but he uh, holds out his hand and he says, uh, uh, Flynn, it's nice to meet you. <laughs> ten out of ten. You gotta do it now. You gotta do it. No, his name is Flynn. I I feel like I'm missing out on a joke. Look in, the, in chat. the chat. All right. <laughs> yep. That's it. That's it. Uh. I'm going to do a medical aid on the old guy just to see if he's okay, because I have a point in that. I don't know. Yeah, you're not well, able to really tell what's going on. He, When you're looking him over, he, he just kind of, like, he tries to shove you away for a second, but then, like, you know, he kind of, like, lets you let you look over him a little bit. And he says, um, he's just like, oh, my, I just have a really bad migraine right now. Um, hmm. uh, People dilating and all that. It's it starts to look like it, yeah. And he's just like, oh, I just oh, something with hypersleep. Just I don't think it oh, doesn't. Oh, I don't got a, got have a, got a tummy ache where's too. Where's the Canada as a place? And I don't have a Canada idea nice. with dreams and other things that I. And he starts um. I think he's having a stroke, guys. <laughs> he starts like, uh, not... speaking like nonsense and incoherently. Okay. It, I'm not does half his face look like it's starting to sag? It does not. <laughs> okay. Are there any... Having having strong colbonulants. <laughs> if we can get him down to deck B, it looks like there's some beds there. He might need a lie down. Yeah. 
Uh, Keegan, when you were looking over the uh, cryo tubes, it doesn't look like any of them have been opened recently. Most of them are empty, although you see two of them that look, uh, uh, you can tell that there are still people inside, but they look like desiccated husks right now. Like at some point, their cryo tubes mm. failed. Oh. Mm. All right. Well, Yucky. Uh, I guess I'll walk back out there and uh, say uh, it does look like two of your other crewmates uh, during your. What was that? During your time in uh, cryo sleep uh, had some malfunctions. I'm sorry. So they all kind of just look uh, uh, back and forth at, at one another, you know, obviously upset. Uh, Chris, are you still hanging around? Uh, yeah, I'm waiting for uh, Flynn. <laughs> I almost called him. <laughs> uh, wait for him to get ready. He's coming with me. Okay, so Flynn's still looking uh, concerned at uh, uh, Cooper. Um, you guys start to notice that it looks like blood is starting to come out of Cooper's nose and ears. Oh, oh, oh there's a uh, man. I'm really bad at medicine. <laughs> there's the examination room right there that has a. Uh, it looks like. Yeah, we'll move him in there. Uh, Does anyone else have any medical? I have a plus one, and I obviously didn't get shit. I don't have medical. That is in there. Uh, let me check. Oops. Some motion. I don't think I do. Jesse, can I ask a nope. question real quick? What's up? What does empathy mean? Empathy is like insight. Uh, it, it's going to be your social skills. Like if you're trying to talk to someone or negotiate with okay. them or, yeah. Think of it like a okay. combination of uh, uh, insight and persuade. Okay. Thank you. So you guys are I taking... Have medical. You guys are taking Cooper to the examination room? Yeah, we'll take him to the examination room. Do you want to look him up, Chris? I'm pretty sure that's more important than the comm, so yeah. We'll get him checked out, and then we'll you guys can go fix the comm. Dot Coop. Yeah, Angel will give uh, Flynn a little bit more time to settle on. Yeah, wake up. All right, so the four of you move uh, Cooper into the examination room. As you guys get in here, he starts, like, convulsing really bad. Blood starts coming out of his Ooh. eyes, and they roll over uh, uh, as he just writhes against you. Um, you try to hold him down on the table that you have in the examination room. Um, you notice that the uh, the other crew members uh, uh, of the Cronus don't follow you inside. But uh, he flails about at everything, and you guys are trying to, like, kind of hold him down. And um, with a pop and a little bit of a splash, his eyeball launches out of his face and smacks into uh, oh. uh, Davis before bouncing off the floor and rolling under a uh, uh, rolling under the table. So do I have the stress like... die now or? No, no, no. <laughs> Hold on. Okay. All right. <laughs> you see a slender, white, gore-covered arm push its way out of the empty socket and start blindly reaching around before grabbing at Cooper's mouth and start yanking the jaw back. You hear flash... Is this... Uh, is this Call of Cthulhu or Aliens? <laughs> right. You hear flesh... I, uh, I, you hear... I, I, I stick the barrel of the gun in the eye socket and I pull the trigger. Okay, um... I don't know what that is. 
Uh, go ahead and give me a ranged attack. Give it uh, plus one. Okay. One. Probably still won't make it. But... Oh, wow. Oh, or you will. Nice. All right. So you technically have options here, but I'm assuming you want to convert that to extra damage. Yeah. All right. Now let me see if I can find stats. <laughs> I have I a lot of times. But... What did you? How did you describe it? Well, a, I, a white door covered arm. Yes, yeah. a, a white spindly uh, little arm with like a, a a couple of clawed fingers came bursting out of his empty eye socket, reached around to uh, uh, the inside of his mouth, and starts like trying to pull essentially his head open at the jaw. Okay, maybe it's because, like me, Keegan doesn't have a lot of experience with alien. But what the fuck? <laughs> No, you don't. Don't worry. I have experience with Alien, and I don't know what this yeah, is. I don't know what it is either. Um, yeah, is I think, I think Jesse tricked us into a Cthulhu game. I, <laughs> that's first, what I said. First of all, first of all, this is the cinematic scenario, Chariot of the Gods, that I did not write. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, sure, you guys haven't have. seen the entire thing yet because he just pulled a gun on that's it and true. shot. Um, Number right. three, he wouldn't have to trick us into a Cthulhu game. I would not. <laughs> everyone everyone would jump in on that. All right. Uh, so, Tad, you, you shoot off around and you hear like this loud uh, screech as uh, uh, his body falls back. Uh, finally, um, uh, the arm kind of retreats back inside uh, shakenly. And then you see this white figure just burst out from the guy's mouth and land kind of not like very gracefully on the ground. It kind of st- gets on shaky feet and it shakes off flesh from its spined back. It appears to be white uh, and it has a bulbous head with no eyes. Uh, has anyone seen Covenant? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like a bloodburster, and it immediately, uh, you notice it's got a big fucking bullet hole uh, right in, like, where its, like, shoulder arm is. And it immediately uh, uh, rushes off into the shower area. Can I... Are we going to follow it? Did it look like... I shot it. I feel like I've done my part, so I want to go finish it. I feel like... I would have followed it personally. Okay, so I'm, you're I'm, chasing after it. Yeah, I'm gonna pull out the yeah. um. Kill it, Davis. I'll give you a banana sticker. I'm gonna. Oh my god. I'm gonna grab the bolt gun <laughs> and I'm gonna chase it. All Take right. The give shotgun's me one overkill. second here. Okay. All right, uh, go ahead and make me mobility. Uh, do it at minus one, though. Okay. Bruh. Okay, wow, damn. Mm. Uh, so you uh, managed to rush in here. Oh, uh, I'm not going to make you re-roll this, but yes, everyone increase your stress by one. Okay. Yeah. So, Paige, you managed to chase it in here. Is anybody else going with Paige? Uh, I am. Also, you moved me. <laughs> Paige is the one with the wing. Yeah. I'm the green. Okay. There you go. 
So, Paige, uh, you uh, are able to get close enough to it with the bolt gun that you can try to get a shot off if you would like. Yes. All right. Go ahead and make me a ranged combat roll. Okay. Remember, you had four shots with the bolt gun, so this will use one of them. Okay. Unlike the other guns, this doesn't have, like, a reload thing. You just have that. Okay. So did I miss it? No, you got a a success. Yeah. On On one of the stresses. Yeah. Okay. The stresses can give you successes. Yep. Cool. (laughs) Yep, as long as you don't roll the facehugger, you're good. So you uh, shoot a bolt right into the fucker, nail it into the ground. It lets out a squeal before perishing. Hell yeah. Okay. Oh, you're really good at range combat. Holy shit. Yeah. Was that in character or out of character? That's out of probably character. I probably, probably. I probably wouldn't have said range combat. I probably <laughs> yeah. said you're a really good shot. But yeah. yeah. Wow, you're really good at mechanical ranged combat, uh, PC number two. <laughs> I'll just have the gun in my hands turn around and I'll be like, thanks. <laughs> now, what fair. the hell do we do with this? What she only rolls Chad? one more die than me. <laughs> Uh, all right, so you guys uh, uh, are in there. All of this is happening. Obviously, you know, people are kind of freaking out because there's a couple of people looking in who just saw what happened to uh, uh, Cooper. Mm-hmm. Uh, How's Cooper doing, by the way? Cooper's dead. Okay. I mean, you, you, shot, you shot him in the head. <laughs> uh, I shot the little arm coming out of his head. If he uh, was still alive. If you examine, you can tell it looks like his brain has been eaten away. Okay. If you examine, you can determine that he was killed by a gunshot wound to the head. <laughs> yes. Shit. <laughs> uh, all of you guys yes, can't go back to county. No, go ahead, Paige. What was, what was that thing called? A a bloodburster? Yes. Yeah. I already googled it. It's like a little white xenomorph. Yeah. The ones from uh, uh, Alien Covenant. So all of you guys hear uh, your comm oh. units, your little shortwave radios, crackle with a burst of static. Uh, and you hear Mother's voice uh, uh, coming uh, uh, out of it. But it comes from the Montero. You know, you there's a distinct, like, different kind of tone that uh, Mother has from, like, the newer units compared to the older ones. But you can tell it's the Monteros. Mm-hmm. Displacement drive malfunction. Cascade failure imminent. Fission reactor overload in ten mi- T minus ten minutes. So I'm not a I'm not a reactor tech. Sounds bad. Uh, stress Wait, level arc? for everyone increases ship? by one. Yes, the Montero. The ship what we does came that mean? from. That means the reactor on the ship we came from is like melting down. Yes. Uh, when it says fission reactor overload in T minus ten minutes, that's the same thing Ripley did to destroy the uh, uh, Nostromo. So. Oh, uh, that bitch. I think so we she... need to leave. Like we need to get the, the the engines up on this ship, and we need to get away from the original ship. Is. Or... Is there no way that we can stop the meltdown on? We have on ten minutes. Hey, r- real quick, Jesse, yeah. does our com? Can we reach Miller? Could I reach Miller? Could I try to reach Miller? You can try to reach Miller. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna grab all my com. Be like Miller. What the fuck is going on up there? So you get a response back. Uh, uh, it sounds frantic, and you hear Miller just say, "I I have no idea." 
Uh, uh, I just heard the message from Mother saying that uh, the, the fission reactor's overloading. Fucking goddammit, you can hear like what sounds like some clinging around. She's like, I, yeah. I, 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 I don't know what's happening, but I can't stop it. Fuck. Okay, I'm gonna turn to, um... Rye. Okay, we need our... Tech. Yeah. Wait, aren't you... Okay, yeah. Yeah. Do you think there there'd be any time for you to get up there and help her or would it be should we direct her down here tell her to come here oh that'd be keegan's character would be the one that does that stuff oh, okay what uh would it because he's the cargo dude he has the highest heavy machinery he... technically but I, yeah. I i will tell you actually keegan go ahead and make a heavy machinery check for me okay. no modifier no Oh, okay. Fuck. Uh, all right. So you know if it's a cascade failure from a displacement drive malfunction, because that's what's happening. It's not like somebody. If it's a displacement drive malfunction like that, there's no redoing that or undoing that. Um, if yeah, it's nope. going through a cascade failure, you you can't undo it. Okay. Yeah, what were uh, you gonna that, say? That's fucked. Yeah, okay. that's bad. Okay. Miller, there's there's no going back from that. You got to get on this ship right now. There's nothing we can do, or okay. else it's game over for you. What do we? What this thing is going to take out both ships, though. Uh. Yeah, we we got to work on that now, but we can't do anything with that ship. So we got to try to get this one running. Miller, okay. If you want to be a hero and drive away, I'll make a mark in your record. <laughs> <laughs> Are you fucking insane? And then she stops for a moment and she says, There's there's the um there's Daisy. Yeah. We've got that little power loader. I can try to set it, but I, I'm not that great of a pilot. Uh there's ten minutes. Oh, pilot like for the ship. Okay, never mind. Well, she needs to pilot the other like little loader off of that ship onto the Cronus. Okay. Oh, uh, I might be able to do that. I can, I can try. Mm, what deck? Da, 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 da. Da, 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 we could also. Da, da, da. I mean, we could try to get the engines up on this ship. Miller can I come would... over here, and we can just floor it away. Um, Keegan, because you rolled fucking four successes on your thing, uh, you know that it would take probably a. A little while to get the engines going back on this. Okay. Like more than ten minutes. Like you're there's yeah. no way to get the engines going in ten minutes. Okay. Uh, is there So here's so... here's here's an idea. Miller, all she has to do, uh take off the umbilical, uh hit like just fucking stick the, the throttle on that ship, and then go out the airlock and we'll grab her. Like in a pressure suit, obviously. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, um, so you want her to leap out in a, a spacewalk to you guys? Yeah. I. If, if there's she doesn't want to like heroically drive it away and go down with the ship, okay. like a good captain pa would. Hold on, Paige. What are you trying to say? Because I feel like you've been interrupted four times. <laughs> Sorry, no, okay. Paige. No, no, you're fine. You're fine. No, no. This I happens gonna... all the time with chat uh, uh, when you're online. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say if um, 
I can try and get up to Miller, and we can both, like, she can floor it, I can get up there, and I can try and pilot the Daisy off the ship, onto the, back onto the Cronus. Because we're still on the same level as the airlock, so mm -hmm. it wouldn't take me that long to get up there. No, just a couple minutes. Yeah. Isn't the, oh no, the Daisy's the uh, smaller ship. Yep. Okay, never mind. Oh yeah, I forgot about the Daisy. Yeah, that, yeah. There, there you go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's why she mentioned the Daisy. The just just yeah. trying to take. Uh, uh, I'm thinking the power loader for oh, some fucking reason. Um, no, no. You guys have that little yeah. like little tiny little power loader thing. Yeah. Like the power loader is the mech, but you also have the little yeah. loader ship. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The, there's the idea. Uh, go stick un undo the umbilical. Hit the throttle on the cascade failure ship so it goes away. Get in the Daisy yeah. and then come over here and dock with this ship. Uh, All right. Uh, technicians should get down to the vehicle bay to make sure that that fucking door is working, because that's going to be important. <laughs> I will. I'll also go down there and make sure. Okay. Where? Just repeat. What did you say? Sorry, my phone went off and it distracted me. Like, I'm not even going to lie about it, so. <laughs> um, like, my plan? Yeah, what did you, what did you just say to make sure I get to what point? Just, because that Just go over there. Get yep. on, get on the other ship, the whatever. Yep. Uh, yep. Undo Montero. the umbilical, yeah, the yep. Montero. Undo the umbilical. Yep. Uh, stick the throttle forward at full blast. Then get on the Daisy. Uh, come yep. over here and dock with this ship in the vehicle okay. bay, which is on the bottom. Oh, okay, gotcha. All right, yeah, we can do it. All right, uh, Tad, are you where? Where are you do going? Where? Are you, what are you doing? Uh, Just so I know where you're at, because. I know you, you don't have as much to do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm apparently uh, directing all this show. Either the bridge or the dispatch office. What would be the better spot, do you think? Probably uh, the bridge? Well, I mean, you'd be going there by yourself. That's true. <laughs> uh, dispatch office is by where Keegan's going, so I'll go to the dispatch office. All right, so the three of you are all heading down to the vehicle bay, and then Paige is running to the Montero? Yep. All right, sounds good. So let me grab tokens here. So Paige is the wing, so I'm going to move this up here for just a moment. Grab I'm green. these guys. I guess Do I don't know. I need to know. You know what? I'm not, I'm not going to fuck myself like that. God. Mm -mm. Continue. No, no, please. Fuck yourself. Mm -mm, no. No. Realize I made oh, so this way harder on myself than I needed to, but whatever. I found a good um ambient track that's specifically Alien Isolation too. If anyone wants me to link that, I'm kind of starting to make a playlist, Jess. If you want me to send yes. it over, but keep just we'll worry about that later. Yeah, yeah, you can send that to me after we're done with this. Yeah, yeah. All right, so you start running your way to the Montero. Uh, you. You get across to the other side. Uh, it's easy enough to, it, you know, retract the umbilical. Uh, when you do, though, you notice because, you know, there's there's no way to close the outer uh, airlock door to the Cronus. As you retract the umbilical, uh, part of the umbilical gets, like, torn up. So there's no way okay. to reconnect it at this point. Okay. Which, I mean, you know, you 
probably don't want to, but <laughs> yeah. uh, you see Miller in there. Uh, she's got her compression suit on. She is looking very frantic and uh, uh, kind of freaked out, but she's just kind of like letting you take over from here. So uh, you make your way to the bridge and I need you to make a piloting roll. No modifier. Oh. Uh, Paige, I will tell you one thing, and this is important for everyone to know, too, uh, just because, you know, for more important things. I forgot about this, so I will apologize. You do have the okay. ability to push a roll. I do, and I... Push a roll, you increase your stress by one, Uh-huh. and then you roll all the dice again. I'm going to risk it for the biscuit. Okay. I'm up to five stress die in case anyone was wondering. You are, yes. Oops, I almost went and did the wrong thing. Okay, pilot. No mod. Hey! There you that's go. Better. Damn. That's better. Uh, I'm also going to be uh, honest here. So normally when you roll uh, one on the stress die like that, you cannot push a roll. The only reason mm -hmm. I let you push that is because I forgot to mention you could push rolls earlier. <laughs> Yeah. But normally, if you get a, a stress failure like that, you wouldn't be able to do it. But all right. So, yeah, you get those four uh, uh, successes on there. You're able to just autopilot uh, uh, the uh, uh, Montero to pretty much go at a perfect trajectory to kind of keep the blast away from uh, 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 the Cronus as much as possible. And then, you know, you and uh, uh, Miller make your way down uh, uh, to the uh, cargo area of the Montero. Make me a uh, mobility roll now. Okay. No modifier. Oh. Okay. That's I mean, a, still that's got a some weird successes. one. It is, yes. yeah. Now I need you to make a panic roll. Oh, yeah. Beep, 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 beep. Oh, no. Seven. Seven is definitely a something. Yeah. <laughs> what is a, a pan? Is it. What's. Is it a. Oh, my God. What dice is it normally? It's a D6 you. plus your current stress score. So you actually uh, rolled a two. Oh. Oh, that's right. I. Okay. Yes. The higher your stress gets, the higher you're going to roll on the panic table. Yeah. Alright, Nervous Twitch. Your stress level and the stress level of all friendly PCs in short range of you increase by one. Oh, thank God you're on a whole other ship. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so Miller, who's already at some stress, but your stress goes up again. <laughs> and, so um, I'm at a six. Yeah, okay. you're, 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 you're kind of freaking out because you know you're, you're going to explode. <laughs> yeah. Like, explosion is imminent here. Uh, but you manage to get to the cargo uh, uh, area. You know, shit is kind of getting knocked around. You notice, uh, probably the thing that makes you the most nervous is because half of the uh, tanks didn't decay and it's still tritium gas. This is going to be an even bigger explosion. Bigger explosion, yeah. I forgot about that, yeah. Yeah. Ew. But you see Daisy there, and uh, it's easy enough to jump in Daisy and depressurize and, and, and kind of go out. Uh, so, now we're going to pause on you. Damn it, I was ready to make that piloting check, but go ahead. We're going to pause on you. Now for uh, the guys. So you guys are in the vehicle bay. Um, you, we, we got Chris and we got uh, Keegan who are running around trying to get the vehicle bay open. And we got Tad in the dispatch office. So the vehicle bay down here, um, you know, there are chains kind of secured to a couple of uh, uh, what look like small, kind of like ATVs that you would use to like take out on a planet. Um, oh, sick. 
mm-hmm. it doesn't really look like there's much else here. You see, you know, like there are rattling chains that are like, like that were holding uh, uh, ships and whatnot. Um, the bay is fairly empty. Um, you know, there are oil spots around, and uh, uh, it's relatively like kind of dark, even with the lights powered back on. Um, <laughs> uh, so, uh, but you know, the the area is currently pressurized, uh, and you need to depressurize and get the doors open. Tad. From inside the uh, dispatch office, you're able to kind of, like, seal that door so you would not be subjected to depressurization if they do that. Um, Yeah. I will allow you from in your position to help these guys with whatever they're doing since you're trying to coordinate. Okay. Would that be, like, a command? Yes. So make a command roll. Go ahead and do it with a plus one modifier. Okay. I don't have any points in command, but my empathy... So yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> all right. Well, that, that is a... a success, though. But now I need a panic roll but... from you. Ooh, <laughs> ten. Oh, that is that is not so great. So it begins. <laughs> Luckily, I'm in a different room, so you guys should not hear my scream and also go up a panic. Uh, all right. <laughs> interesting results so what happens is like through the thing you know you're kind of directing them and everything and they're like all right we got it and then you freeze you are frozen by fear or stress for one round losing your next slow action but your stress level uh nobody else is within range of you but your stress level increases by one okay so I'm up to pretty stress. much you you give that command but then you realize like holy crap everyone's listening to me right now everyone's depending on me right now if i fuck this up everything's ruined blah 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 all right, so you're doing that now for uh, Chris and Keegan. Mm-hmm. So you guys need to get this thing depressurized, uh, and you need to get the vehicle bay door open, which appears to be kind of rusted out a little bit. Um. All right. Well, we're obviously going to need to get this place depressurized before I start working with that door. Otherwise, it might open. All right, so I need a contact roll from uh, Chris, because I'm assuming Chris will be the one actually trying to do that. Yeah! So go ahead and give me a contact with a plus one modifier from Tad. Oh, nice. Hey, there you go. Dab. I, okay, I like that, Tad. <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ, okay. So fucking, fucking, you see Rye just run over to a computer terminal, stressed as all hell, but still fucking manages to, like, not only start depressurizing the whole area, but manages to find, like, extra ventilation access to depressurize faster. <laughs> like, faster mm-hmm. than this place would normally be able to go. Uh, Keegan, that gives you plenty of time to do a, a heavy machinery at fucking plus two now hey damn all right uh so yeah you you managed to knock the rust off of the uh uh, entrance to the vehicle bay area right here uh and and uh uh easily managed to kind of get you guys off to the side we'll just put you over here for now actually we'll put you in the fucking dispatch office 
Because you probably oh, hey. don't want to be in there when uh, 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 Daisy's coming in. Uh, but you guys yeah, get your you get yourselves into the dispatch office uh, uh, with plenty of time. Now, Paige. So yes. I I'll need you. you to make a piloting check. You're going to get two bonus dice from this, though, because they managed to get all of this open so fast that it's just a clear shot for you. Okay, so pl- uh, two modifier? Yep. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Now I need a panic roll from you. God damn it! Oh, okay. <laughs> but so I mean, we know what one. it does. Yeah. yeah. So, so you guys are stressing out a little bit more, but the important thing: you manage to slide the daisy in. You scrape up the floor a little bit as you uh, 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 come in, but you manage to get in, and it's very easy from the dispatch office to close uh, uh, the door up and start repressurizing. Okay, and my my stress die goes up one. Yes. Okay, I just want to make sure. Seventy-four years ago, I swear to God. <laughs> All right. All right, but yeah, you guys managed to get in. You got Miller. So you guys, um, you notice that it seems like this deck is at least for the moment seems relatively safe. I mean, if it wasn't, you opened up the fucking vehicle bay door. So they're clearly, you know, <laughs> anything that would be in here probably would have gotten sucked out at least. Uh, yeah. But, uh, uh, you know, from one of the terminals in the dispatch office, you guys can see, um, you can see the Montero just fucking booking it off at a, a kind of like an angle away and it gets a pretty decent distance away before finally just you see the silent blast of the Montero just completely ripping apart with then of several secondary explosions as those tritium gas canisters explode and that is where we're going to end it for uh, uh, this session so much destruction I feel like our ship mm-hmm. was sabotaged I'm just going to say that I feel like Keegan's going to die. <laughs> I don't know what I did luck. yet. <laughs> All right, so. Uh, it's what you already did. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, what we're going to do with this, uh, uh, because I know everyone's agendas, obviously, I'm going to give everyone, uh, I'm going to go ahead and give everyone a plus, or sorry, a plus. Everyone gets a story point. Story point. Yes. Okay. <laughs> So, uh, and uh, as I mentioned before, what the story point will do is uh, next session for Act 2, you guys will have the opportunity to use it for an automatic success no matter what. It's only one success. You don't get extra stuff, but you don't have to roll. You don't have to worry about stress. You can just get an auto success when you need it. All right. Auto success to live. I'm going to use it now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, Keegan, but nothing will help with that. God damn it. Uh, but yeah, so that's where we're going to end it for right now. Um, so we made pretty good progress. There are three acts to this, and uh, we made it through Act 1. Uh, so going by that, we're probably looking at maybe two more sessions. Um, so we will be back on this next week, same time. So we'll meet up in the chat room around 6.30, and then we'll start Oh, the yeah, stream. we're streaming this. Right. We are, yeah. yes. <laughs> So we'll meet up in the chat log around 6.30, uh, uh, and then we'll um, stream, same thing as we were before, for 6.55, and then start up at 7. Uh, 
I'll try to figure something out with the the music situation or the soundboard. I might just use the soundboard for myself and control it off the PC uh, because I do have to be careful with that playlist play page because I just realized we can't use copyrighted yep. stuff on the stream. Yeah. Yep. Even I mean, um, honestly, even if it's something where I link in the Discord and we all like, we can just like each individually play it. Yeah. No, for it, you guys, you absolutely. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. for you guys, it makes sense because you want the ambiance yeah. and everything going. Yeah. I just mean yeah. I won't be able to use it for myself on the stream. I'm just going to use the That's soundboard just, for myself yeah. to give sound effects. Because right now it's honest. still it's still just giving the foot footsteps. Yeah, Keegan. Mm -hmm. yeah. If I'm being honest, I during that whole thing, I was sort of just doing the soundboard for myself because it was kind of fun. <laughs> the soundboard is kind of cool, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, so you could uh, also you could use the jukebox and you could load sounds up on that. Yeah, I was thinking about that too because I know most of the stuff in the jukebox is a pretty pretty fair uh, game. But I'm probably just mm -hmm. yeah, gonna just use don't this, rock it. I'm probably gonna use the sound pad just because I reached out to uh, uh, the guy who owns the site to ask him if we could use it for this stream, and so That's I'd fair. like to use it because on the stream splash page on the overlay I have the link to uh, tabletop audio, and I'd like to show off some of the sound pad features because I do think it's a really cool thing, even if it has some yeah. connection issues. It's still, it, it's what I used for the Call of Cthulhu Halloween one shot too. Yeah, yeah. that was neat. Yeah, yeah. Also, I did. I forgot to ask. Do you want me to send you the like the full finished um picture of the Pentapels thing that I did with like the words and stuff? Uh yeah, sure. That'd be cool. Okay, I didn't know if you wanted to put it on there, but I can. I'll just well, you originally told me not to. Right, but I, that's because I didn't know if I was going to finish it or not. <laughs> gotcha okay yeah no i might yeah. uh i got a spot actually where i could put it so yeah okay. if you want to send that to me I'll, I'll i'll put that on there for the overlay for next week um so for anybody who is watching i mean we haven't had anybody uh chat in the chat room at all but for anybody who is watching thanks for joining uh for the rest of you guys at the very least uh this will be a vod so people can watch it later and i am also recording it separately just because Ooh. i figure at the very least even if you know nobody's really streaming it we'll have this record and it'll be a fun thing for for a later time you know for we sure. can make a youtube that's what uh, i was thinking well i mean we I have mean. we have a google account for penapals i believe so we should have an actual yeah. youtube and you can directly uh transfer things from twitch to youtube yeah but it's better to have the file it is uh, yeah which is why that, i'm recording <laughs> yeah doing that myself in the past it tra transfers from twitch to D youtube are shitty yeah. But all yeah, right, so I'm I gonna go leave. Like, go ahead. Uh, sorry, this is this is pertaining to the game. If we close out of our character sheets, is it gonna save like the stress level we're at, our health? Yes. Yeah. Um, it is. Yeah. It's just like a regular character sheet. Yeah. Like, yeah, okay. it'll, it'll keep track of everything. Uh, I'm gonna okay, go ahead cool. and end the stream. We can still keep talking, but I'm gonna go ahead and end the stream right now. So for anybody who's watching, we'll be back uh, next week around uh, seven on Thursday, cool. and that's Eastern time. So thanks, and uh, talk to you guys later. Thank you. Bye. Thanks. Later.